This month on No Quarters, we wander around hyper-realistic walking simulators with Firewatch and The Witness, drive aimlessly around the racing worlds of The Crew, Mad Max, Dirt 3, and more, and get puzzled by Unravel and Ori in the Blind Forest. Plus more. So much more! Welcome to No Quarters, episode 78. It's a motherfucking video game podcast. Hell yes, it is. And I'm here two game, two weeks in a row, two episodes in a row. I don't even know yeah. what you call these things anymore. They're tri-fortnightly. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. <laughs> and we're back, eventually. What in the... Yeah, what? No, photies this, no photies this episode. Okay, oh, we're, good. We're going to wait until the end of the year to do that. That's that's a good plan. Actually, beginning of next year, even, maybe. Wow. We'll see. This is, uh, this is unprecedented. But guess what? <laughs> we did play some games. Another unprecedented thing. BJ's here. He played some games. I did. There's a lot of unprecedented things going Legitimately on. Yeah. played video games. It's yeah. unprecedented. New day. precedents are being set on President's Day. Video games. Ooh. Yeah. But we have big news. Do oh, we? We do. Before we talk about video games. Oh, very important breaking news. Is it breaking? It is to this audience. Oh, right. Breaking news brought to you by nocotos.net. Yeah. We have a Patreon now. We do. We do. Kind of. Well, for this yes. podcast. <laughs> kind of for this podcast. All it's the tangential. same thing. We all work for the same corporation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but yeah, patreon.com slash BMFcast. You may have heard of it. It's another show we do. It's about bad movies. Mm-hmm. But Patreon is weird, so we had to we had to put it under our BMF cast umbrella so yeah. that it would get the correct exposure and everything. Um, give us money monthly, please. <laughs> <laughs> well said. That's, like, I mean, that's like that's this show. It, better said. <laughs> we've already hit a bunch of goals mm-hmm. uh, through the main podcast, the BAMF cast, because that's weekly. Yeah, which basically means for you the getting's good now because yeah. you can just throw a buck in there and get some stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll get a bonus podcast, which yeah. is us saying dumber things than we normally do. Yes. And right. not specifically about video games yeah. or anything. Right. Totally yes. unrelated to anything. Mm-hmm. They're non-denominational jokes. Right. <laughs> yeah. You could use them for any situation. Well, there's, maybe, <laughs> there's maybe some fives and tens in there. Maybe. <laughs> a few. But yeah. uh, you can borrow them to tell them to your friends at work. Uh-huh. But yeah, we're getting real close to the merchandising goal, which means if you want cool stuff, yeah, from us, we uh, we're getting we're getting close to being able to do that. So yeah, it's cool. And we also want to note nothing changes with this; still coming out same, <laughs> same not irregular, particularly weird regular schedule. schedule <laughs> weird beef schedule. But uh, no, we'll never charge for this or anything like that. No, nope. correct. Even the dollar level on the on the Patreon gets you the bonus podcast. So. It's worth it. And then as it goes up, there's some other fun, goofy stuff. We should also probably mention we're not going to continually bombard you. This is a one time. Yeah, yeah. I, it's I just it's you. a it's a new thing. We just wanted to get it out there and say it's a it's a thing we're doing. Yeah. So before you fall asleep, like three hours from now, and we're still talking about video games. <laughs> yeah. right? we want to hit you right up front. Right. So yeah. while you're awake, mm-hmm. right in the face, give us a dollar. <laughs> <sighs> and now video games. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we got some indie games. To talk about. That's Speaking of that, begging for money. Yeah. <laughs> guys that got that money on their own. Right. Through whatever means. Yeah. Crowdfunding. Well, not no. this one. No. No. But probably. 
Yeah. <laughs> but the first one we got up is Firewatch. Yes. I played Firewatch. You did, did you? What Tell us all about it. What? Oh, don't. don't. <clears throat> what? Don't use the giant bomb joke. It's Come not a joke. Now. What is fire? What is it? <laughs> um, that's still a tough question. I mean, <laughs> it, is, it is a game by some of the makers of Telltale's The Walking Dead season, season one. one. Yes. So it's six. also the p- podcast Idle Thumbs, one of the direct inspirations for this podcast. So it's barely a game. All right. So right it's off the bat, interact- interactive fiction. If you're it, right off the bat. If you're an asshole, it's a walking simulator. <laughs> okay. okay. So it's like, say, home. if you're an asshole, it's a walking simulator. <laughs> now, it's a little bit more complex than some walking simulators out there. Um, and to the point that if people want to have this this beef, this like walking simulator is not a game thing. I, I propose to you that in the future, we call this, as you said, interactive fiction. Mm-hmm. I think that should be a genre. And you can go. I don't like interactive fiction. Therefore, I will not play this game. And mm-hmm. you can realize not all video games are made for you. Yep. Um, so I'm just that's my disclaimer at the beginning of this. Now, what I, F- Firewatch actually is um, beyond that? I mean, it's the idea is it's uh, I want to say the very early to mid '80s, and like the story takes place and through some dialogue choices in the very beginning starts in like the mid seventies mm-hmm. and you play his character and some things happen and you, you know, I'm not, I'm trying to be very vague. I on know, this. I know. Um, and, and you end up like taking this job in a lookout tower in the Wyoming f- forest to watch for fires. I mean, they sit up on top of these mountains and have a three. So you literally view. watch fire. Well, you watch. Do you get points fire. for for pointing no. out fires? All right, that's the beginning of the story. At no mm-hmm. point in time is that really ever the game. <laughs> I'm just, okay. yeah, I'm just breaking the interactive fiction so, joke. Sure. Into... Now, what happens from there is like a very interesting story, and I, I almost want to say as little about it as possible because it's probably not what you think it's going to happen at all. I mean, kind of thing. Uh, so. The, the main things you need to know is, like, you play Henry, this guy. You never see his face. You're just a first-person guy. Mm-hmm. You have some dialogue choices in the beginning that kind of set your path, so to speak. I, I mean, I think it's pretty clear you're always going to end up in the tower, no matter what happens. You just have some choices along the beginning about what happens in your personal life. You end up at the tower. You walk up to the tower first day, and your only communication with anybody in the outside world is you find this radio, and it's basically your dispatcher, like the, the lady that's in charge of all these, like, Five or six radio t- or lookout towers and fire watchers. Fire watchers. Um, She's the head watcher. So Delilah is the lady on the other end of the of the radio, who's like your boss, and you start conversations with her. And just anytime you want, or is like yeah, kinda... you can report in things. Like you'll you'll be walk, you can walk along and you'll see something and you can report it back to her. Like hey there, Delilah. I found there's a don't even I, yeah. turtle here <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Kind yes. of. I mean, not not everything. It's things that are important to something. Like your very first mission is like you get up in the tower, you've hiked for like two days straight to get out to the middle of nowhere where you are, and she's like, "Oh, so you're really out in the middle? Yeah, of you're out in the middle okay. of fucking nowhere, and you're out of food. Yeah, well, you, you get up <laughs> this tower, to and the turtle. very first thing you you see some people setting off fireworks. So she's just like, "God damn it, go get these fuckers!" You know, 
almost exactly like that, actually. Oh, so it becomes a murder simulator. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's like, go, go deal with these people. Firewatch Predator Edition. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you the what okay. basically happens I in know. the first scenario. Like, okay. You're like, okay. So it, it introduces you a little bit to like the, the woods and the area that you're going to be in. And you go down this path. It's it's like an open woods area, but there's paths because it's otherwise mm-hmm. it's overgrown. It's not just like invisible walls and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So you find go through this path and you, you start finding clothes and, and you're like reporting back to her like, uh... I think it's some kids skinny dipping, you know, and like you find <laughs> different clothes and you come up on this lake and like off of the distance on the lake is like two girls skinny dipping that have been setting off the fireworks. So you, you know, you have to yell at them and go from there. Mm. So I'm, I, you break out your binoculars. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yell at teens, the game. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. But there, there's lots of interesting things. There, Get I off mean, my national forest. <laughs> like walking, De- walking dead is very much like, here's two choices. And, your choices have subtle effects over the game, but not giant ones. Like, I mean, there are certain things that are always going to happen and there are, there are choices you can make where characters live or die, but this is more like very interesting. Little things can happen just by like, it's, it's much more direct, like cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Like for example, they're, you know, they've got a boom box sitting there by the lake, listening to the music and, you know, they're, they're just silhouetted. They're like off on like, you know, out yeah. in the lake and, you know, so you just yell at them and say, stop shooting on the fireworks. But like they, are kind of terrible to you. So one of your things you can do is you can pick up their boom box and walk away. And so, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> so like, you know, they're yelling at you like, Hey, what are you doing? Why is, what's the big idea of taking our, t-? and then like you call Delilah to basically report in that, you know, you completed yelling at the teenagers and you're still <laughs> holding the radio. And she's like, my God, why is the music so, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's right. much more like, so, you know, direct cause and effect of like, I did this. And now this, as far as that goes, is it very clear? Like, when you make a selection that that's what it's going to do, like that you can kind of predict or, or is it kind of like mass effect where you pick one and then all of a sudden it's like, no, no, I didn't want you to say that. It's a little more direct, but sometimes the things that don't like seem like they might be kind of funny are like, Oh wow, that was harsh. Yeah. So the tone, the tone, the tone sometimes is like different than you intend. There's not like a, you know, color coded system. Like this is the dick choice, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, or this is the good guy choice or whatever. So, uh, yeah. You but said no. it's not particularly long. No, I, I, I think I was being fairly thorough. I, I mean, I probably didn't pick up and like inspect everything in the game, but I did a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it took me about four, four hours, maybe five. So, did you have any interest in replaying it to do different choices yes, and all that? I just haven't done it yet. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's definitely, there's some very early things that I definitely want to try. Other things. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but just I, to see like different results and stuff that you yeah, get. because I mean like I, I don't even really want to get into like I mean it's the very beginning of the game so it's like it feels like it's not spoilery but I mean it clues you into the world that's deeper than what the surface game appears to be mm-hmm. so I don't want to say anything but like there's choices Blum. right in the beginning that's like man I want I wonder what happened if I'd said this because gotcha. like I hit this point where I thought I'd really messed up and and missed some dialogue or something but it just turns out that um, Delilah was being very short with you on the radio because oh. like I actually hit this point like I was like 10 minutes in I was like I th- I thought I hit a button accidentally and canceled the dialogue but it was just she was just being kind of snippy on the radio mm-hmm. so I actually started the game over but I purposely made all the exact same choices again in the beginning just because I was like I just want to continue and see what I missed but mm-hmm. it turns out I didn't miss anything <laughs> so. but no, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it I mean it's you know it's a $20 game maybe still on sale on Steam and it's on. I know it's on PS4. Apparently, has some issues right now on PS4. Yeah, not, not like game breaking or anything. Anything, but it, some people have just said it's it runs kind of wonky. The frame rate's pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, okay. like texture loading and stuff like that is yeah. is 
is off. But the, yeah, and they've said a patch is coming. Yeah, soon enough because they said mm-hmm. apparently on their dev kits that it ran fine. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when they released it, everyone's like, "What the hell?" Yeah. And they're like, "What the hell?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the Vita version, uh, or well, playing it remote play on the Vita, they did something with the controls that mapped it wrong, so I couldn't play it. Because the first thing it asked you to do is hit R2 to pick up a backpack. And there is no R2. Yeah, the buttons were mapped to either left or right on the back pad instead of the four quadrants that, you know, do L2, R2, L3, R3. Yeah. So it didn't work. <laughs> so I sat in an elevator and couldn't pick anything up. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll have to play this once they patch it. Yeah, the controls are a little weird. Like uh, right trigger and left trigger are like your probably your two main controls in mm-hmm. the game because one's like, you know, the answer the radio button, the other one's like the interact with stuff button. Yeah. So it's just, it's kind of an odd choice, but whatever. It, it played fine mm-hmm. once I got used to it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, like this is an indie game, but it feels, it feels better than that. Like, I mean, I feel like I'm not trying to knock indie games, but I mean, this feels like one of those ones that's a lot more polished than some of them are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you just kind of look at the pedigrees and you, you don't understand why. I think the most interesting thing about it, I mean, Campo Santo is a, is a new organization that is kind of birthed of the Idle Thumbs people, but there's more people involved in it than mm-hmm. are really on the part. Mm-hmm. But I think the most important integral part is they have Ollie Moss mm-hmm. as part of that team. Oh. And so, like, he basically did all the design stuff in the game. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it just, uh, and one woman made... Jane, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Ollie Jane Moss Ng. did all the, basically, the concept art. Mm-hmm. Um but Jane Ng did all the all the environments. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah she did. She did crazy all of, for one person. All to of do the world, all of, it. all of the physical world that you right. can touch was. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, her, the, which the, is amazing. The things you pick up, like, there's you know posters and things yeah. like that, are very Ollie Moss. I mean, just like there's yeah, the a wilderness survival guide to trees and things like that. Yeah. that's very much in his style. Yeah, the the visual style of the game is is directly credited to to yeah. Ollie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Mr. Moss. And yeah. how's the uh, voice acting? Is pretty Lord good. Right? Voice acting is fantastic. I mean, it's basically just the two people. Mm-hmm. For the most part, there's like the girls and a couple other like really small ancillary characters along the way, but mm-hmm. it's basically just your guy and, and the lady chatting. So. But you definitely recommend it. Oh yeah, especially absolutely. on PC where it's not going to run like yeah. crap. Apparently, <laughs> well, I mean, once they patch it on PS4, I'm sure it'll be fine there too. I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a very yeah. interesting ride. So, okay, just, just be prepared that it, there's a lot more to that game than what I just mm-hmm. said. The game mechanic is, but. If you didn't like something like Gone Home, you're probably going to be like, yeah, it's, this is not my thing. It's more game-like than Gone Home, okay. but it's still... A similar vein, right? A similar vein. Yeah. Okay. Man, so it's a real game. Well, I would say, if, like, first off, if like you didn't finish Gone Home, like I, I don't value your opinion at all. So <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there first and then mm-hmm. take my opinion as a, with a grain of salt, so... I mean, our obviously our opinions are not going to mesh, is what I'm trying to say. Like, Gone Home is a masterpiece, so take that how you will. Yeah. A masterpiece of a game or a masterpiece of a walking sim? I'm going to enforce this beef. All right. No. Look, all right, the <laughs> no, only, all right, I know. I, 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 Mackie, Mackie and I were talking about this via IM the other day, and I, I would sum it up like this. I mean, I, all seriousness aside, I'm okay with calling it an interactive fiction or whatever, because, look, by the very definition of game, if you're going to be pedantic, it is a system where there's a challenge and you can earn some sort of score. That's what makes a game. There's a challenge to an end or a score. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and, all the steps that you accumulate. And so in this, walking. you're just making choices. So there is not a game, per se. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. I just like I just enjoy uh, beating that to death. 
I know. I'm just I'm laying it out. Like if if you want to be that pedantic, fine. It's not a game, but it's still a thing that you should play. Mm-hmm. It's an interaction. You should interact. Yeah, it with. has enough things. You don't that you play can it. Recommend it. Right. Yeah. No, it sounds like everything I've heard sounds amazing, and I honestly wasn't intending to pick it up because it just didn't sound like like something that I would that I would spend twenty bucks on. But mm-hmm. people <laughs> no. are saying such good things about it. I I have a hard time, you know having a harder and harder time not buying it lately. Mm-hmm. So I, I might pick it up before before too late. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't played it yet because I've been busy playing another indie game. Yeah? Yeah. What have you been doing? Uh, something you've been doing as well, which Uh-oh. is playing a lot of The Witness. Oh, I thought you were going to say Battlefront. Nope. God, no. no. Yeah, that hot indie joint. <laughs> Star yeah, from, those, from those little guys at Dice. <laughs> those guys that can't afford any television spots whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd never know that that game came out mm-hmm. unless you paid close attention to our podcast. Yep. But The Witness, Every another big Fortnite. Another big indie favorite. Yeah, from Dr. Jonathan Blow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he is he a doctor? No. Okay, I didn't think so. No, but he's a, He may as well be though. Yeah, yeah. Play Christ. this game, you will be in awe of Dr. Jonathan Blow. <laughs> yeah. Um man, how to even talk about this game? I beat the as... game and you haven't. That's how we talk about that game, <laughs> okay. motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> no. I'm, uh, this, I, I, I I'm will... glad. Do you feel better? <laughs> but is, feel... is this a game? <laughs> no. There no. is not. No, it's, a, it's the, um, it's the it, digital it, equivalent to punching yourself in the testicles repeatedly huh. and then being happy about when you stop. Oh, great. Kind of. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's more all. like if you combined kind sort of the environment of mist as far as you're on this island where you're not interacting with other people and mm-hmm. you're alone on it but if you kind of combine that with the puzzles of something like professor layton where it almost feels like each one of them you're taking this little mini iq test mm-hmm. while doing it and it works really well like this is a really 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 good game yeah so all the gri- all the puzzles on this island like all the little there are a bunch of these little panels and you basically have to trade if you don't know what this game, what the puzzles are at all. Um, you're not on island with themed areas, and the mm-hmm. puzzles are all little panels, and you solve them by tracing lines from one mm-hmm. portion of the panel to another. And it's an incredibly simple, like base mechanic. Mm-hmm. You walk around, you look at these puzzle things, and you solve the puzzles. But it has like a bazillion iterations, and they're all maddening. Like they, yeah, it's. Yeah. It's a really, like, the thing I found was struck by about it is that it is such a good game design in that it never pops up on screen and says, okay, to do this, you need to do this. It never tutorializes. It it tutorializes yeah, you, strictly by you playing it. You and guys that hate <laughs> tutorials, you get two things that pop up on the screen. You get the mm-hmm. left stick... Yep. That tells you to move around, and then the X button that tells you to to interact with the world. Yep, and I think it does tell you that is it either L two or R two will make you run. Yeah, it, no, it, or, I got or, that at some point. It it popped up. Oh, did it? About okay. an hour in, it wasn't right away. Okay, because I never yeah. saw that. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. real quick. But otherwise, yeah, like you find out very quickly. There's there's really only one way to interact with this world. Press the X button. Yeah, is pressing the X button when you're near a panel. Otherwise, it's just gonna not do anything. Mm-hmm. But 
you figure out everything. Like there are, it's all con- contextual clues. Yeah. Throughout, there's never there's anything. A, when you first leave the first, well, it's not even when you leave the first area. Like you, you walk into this game world, it gives you a very, 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 very basic panel with a line. You draw the thing, mm-hmm. and it. When you say draw, what are you using? You're using the right stick, right or left. Yeah. Stick. Well, what happens is you you come up to a panel, you press X, and there's a little dot that appears on screen, and you basically put it on the starting area is almost always a circle. So you, you click that and then you draw the line by moving the left stick around on the on the thing. And sometimes it'll be a grid pattern. Sometimes it'll be so, just a line. I mean, is this simple enough that like, I mean, is it you have to be precise with your your stick? Oh, no, 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 no. Pac-Man. No, like you can fits. almost Pac-Man control. They're all like yeah, maze yeah. puzzles. Like yeah. you're you're bumping against hard boundaries. Yeah, it's like you're them. tracing yeah. in a maze. Yeah, you don't have to like carefully. Yeah, no. Move the stick like you're actually trying to trace it. You just have to. It will let you move only within the confines of the tracing mm-hmm. lines. Okay. Yeah. So it's really it's it's really really easy to control actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. The game doesn't waste any time with its. It, it's not bombarding you with okay now you got to do this mechanic and now there's this me- the mechanic is the same throughout. Mm-hmm. It's just the different kind of puzzles. It's the puzzles that, that iterate. Yeah, yeah. It's the different way of getting from point A to point B in every little themed part of this island that you're in that are totally different and borderline totally fucking insane yeah and so when you go through an area like you leave the first area it gives you a set of like it kind of sets your expectations um because there's a set of tutorial puzzles Mm -hmm. that are um that are fairly easy but it shows you what the progression of puzzles is going to be like which is it's going to give you a concept it's going to complicate that concept Mm -hmm. then it's going to flip that concept on its head and then it's going to punch you directly in the dick (laughs) or the lady bits vagina (laughs) the lady the lady lady dick i wasn't sure how to describe that yeah yeah Um, because you've beaten it i've beaten yes i I am the king of the world i've beaten i think four sections chuck you've beaten four four or five yeah yeah and the interesting thing i mean and there's plenty of other sections where i'm i feel like two-thirds of the way through Mm -hmm. but I don't know that. Yeah. And there are some like the monastery area that are like 10 puzzles Uh, total, maybe. mm -hmm. And that's it. But, you know, some of those are so contextually heavy around there. Like it takes a lot of work to get through some of those. But then you go to the swamp where that's the one, the Tetris piece one that if you've been on Twitter, most people complain about the Tetris piece ones because you learn rules as you're doing the puzzles is it's all trial and error. It doesn't tell you. That's the neat thing. It doesn't tell you the rules, but you learn them when you figure out the puzzle. mm -hmm. So you figure out a puzzle, you go, oh, that must be the rule. Mm -hmm. And then it iterates on that. Yeah, and and you beat the swamp area. And I was like, all right, I know I'm near the end of the damn swamp area. I know I am because I've seen where the cords are that are left. Yep. And it's like, I thought I knew the wind conditions of that set of puzzles because it was working, working, working. And then I got to one where it's like, wait, that thing I was doing doesn't work on this one. So I think I was misunderstanding the wind conditions. It does. You just either you you're missing a part of it. Mm -hmm. So 
my recommendation, uh, sorry to, to talk shop about Witness real quick, but my yeah. recommendation is to go back and fail some of those puzzles from before. Mm-hmm. That is uh, a good way to progress. Yeah. Like, go back and intentionally fail the puzzle, and you will learn something about why you failed. Yeah, because mm-hmm. some of them will give you, like, an on-screen indication of, like, nope, you for- you yeah. left out this part. Yep. Yeah, and there's plenty, like, when you get to the treehouse, where I'm just like, I know what I need to do to win this. Mm-hmm. It's just there is one combination. You just don't know how to do it, yeah. In this 8 by 8 grid you know, not they're none of them are that big, I don't think. But the, you know, there are some that are. It's like a. So, yes, there are some six by sixes at yeah, the very least. Yeah, but it's like looking at this six by six grid and knowing there is a very specific line you have to draw, and that is probably the only solution that works. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of finding that one specific line that goes all the way through it. Yeah. But that's it. Like, I guess what I've really loved about this is it brings back the old, for lack of a better word, pen and paper feel of. <laughs> figuring out a, an old computer game where yeah. you had a fucking notebook just notebook. full of stuff and my phone is full of pictures i have of a puzzles stuff. yeah i want like i want you to look at my witness notebook when like after i beat it when you beat it yeah because i just because i know you'll understand what mm-hmm. all the fucked up things that yeah. are going on in my notebook i was gonna say your phone had to have been useless with the screen the way it is because if you took a picture it would just add <laughs> yeah. 20 lines to every puzzle be like lines. what i <laughs> Uh, funny thing, shattered about, phone screen. Funny thing about that is it actually came quite in handy. Um, did it? Just, yeah, because I can see it, you know, well mm-hmm. enough. All right, then. I but can yeah. see what the artificial lines. <laughs> but are. I did. I found it was a good. It was my wife and I have enjoyed playing it together, and mm-hmm. she normally like she'll watch some games, but there's other ones like like ones I thought she was gonna be like, all right, yes, let's check this out. You know, like Uncharted. She was like, no, all you're doing is shooting people and blowing things up, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it was like I I was like, yes, this is a game that she actually cares about Mm -hmm. and she found a lot of solutions with me so it's one of those fun ones where it's like the same people in the same room can really you can kind of crunch the puzzle together it can make you both feel smarter well it helps having a fresh pair of eyes on things because you Mm -hmm. will look at a grid and just be like "Uh," and then someone else be like no idiot just move the line over there yeah it's like whenever I would play Hexic, someone would watch me play Hexic, and I could not see these combinations for the life oh, no. of me. And the person sitting next to me on the couch was like, just move over there, idiot. That's where the thing is to do the super magical mm-hmm. Hexic thing. So, yeah. yeah, it's... I And there is also something like not just a fresh set of eyes with this game, but it is... Um, I found it really important to just abandon hope on some puzzles sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Because and that's the other thing that I think having a having a partner there because my girlfriend had no interest in watching me play it. She she watched for like ten minutes. She's like, no, nope, nope, going to bed. Bye, <laughs> boo. <laughs> and Bye. I can't I can't blame her. I was in a really difficult. I forget which section yeah. I was in, but I think I may have been in the swamps. Yeah, there and were some she, nights where Jen was just like, it's too late to even be th- like my brain doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and there are some nights where you're just like I. I feel like I was banging my head against the last puzzle in the monastery. Just going, there's something I'm missing. Mm -hmm. I know there's something I'm missing. And then finding out what that was later was like, fuck, you've got to be kidding me. But there's a lot of that. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like if you're stuck on a puzzle, banging your head against it for half an hour, isn't going to change anything. No. And that's probably the worst thing you can do. Because you just end up drawing the same line over and over again and going, why didn't that work? Okay. Maybe I can turn. No, I know I'm doing this right. Stupid yeah, game. <laughs> that's that's a thing that, that like if you want to take anything away from the witness, like any real like real world applicable stuff, A, mm-hmm. I'm a fucking genius. Well that's um, a given, yeah. 
and <laughs> B, um, like banging your head against a problem is almost never the the best way to solve it. Also, there is no shame in leaving a problem and coming back to it as long as you you mm-hmm. know come back to it. Yeah, because um, the game doesn't lock you in. To most areas, don't lock you in. There's a couple where you do get locked in, but you can just run around this island and kind of just chip away at a bunch of the themed areas yeah. all mm-hmm. you want um and it doesn't penalize there's there's, there's the no, weird thing no is that it doesn't anything, penalize really. you and it doesn't reward you basically there there is no the, the satisfaction that you get from it is basically all your own because the game doesn't do shit to say like you're doing it man you're you're really yeah, well it doesn't solving puzzles it doesn't stroke your ego that way yeah. but it kind of like bj said you learn as you go and mm-hmm you you're able to apply that later on. So that's kind of your reward becomes yeah. okay, because this worked here, I bet if I try now something I know how to go. Here, yeah. Now yeah. I know what that's gonna do. Like yeah. um it when you finish the section, there is a really gratifying thing that happens. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Absolutely. is like yeah, that, a trophy think, pops. <laughs> yes, that is correct. A trophy pops when you finish the section. Um, there is so another gratifying. really gratifying yeah, thing that happens that takes like a minute and a half to fully, mm-hmm. you know, do yeah, that's, its thing. That part's pretty good. That part, I every time, mm-hmm. I just would sit and watch it. Yep. Just, it's like the rockets at the end of like Tetris. Yes. Like 30 yeah. Tetris and levels. I love the art style as well in that it's very, like they're, aren't really textures on things like, like there it's an entirely built Island, but it mostly feels like it's shapes almost without like a lot of depth and texture on them. Mm-hmm. Like it's very impressionistic, but it works. It's seen. And it's, and it things, also things melt no. together at distance as yeah. well, which is beautiful. And it's all, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to crib this from, I'm, I'm sorry from our, inspiration yeah. podcast but i was listening to it um but the i think it was chris remo and idle thumbs said it it was like disneyland like, i was just about it to say, is so it's like disney world where it is so sculpted and yeah. cultured and like carefully molded to frame things certain ways when you're walking in certain and it's beautiful when something you walk around a corner and you turn and you look and you see something off in the distance like there's a big windmill like you see the windmill perfectly framed in a certain way and yeah you just kind of stand there and look and go oh my god that yeah. was really nicely planned all this whole island that looks like randomness because mm-hmm. it, it looks was, really I thought it was dragons no yeah. you're not i'm not going to imagine any <laughs> i was actually going for the don quixote not the magic oh dragons I, yeah, I was, yeah okay sorry <laughs> Sorry, it's, somehow I thought imagination yeah. worked its way into that, but that's but yeah, that's it, how we work. It feels like everything is placed exactly where they wanted it placed. Nothing feels random yeah. at all. It looks random. Yeah, like, you would at, think at someone glance, just yeah. like, to hit random on a game designer. It's like, here's all the crazy shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Give me give me 12 different areas yeah. and on a you know four square mile island, go. Yeah. And it just spits out all this random crap. But there is an amazing amount of order to that to that chaos it yeah. is it is and there is apparently storyline stuff which we won't get into of course you're the only one who's beaten it and you didn't beat all the all the zones before you got to the end correct but you got an ending of some kind yeah okay <laughs> but there's also there i'm a little bit salty about that but i won't yeah. talk about it yeah some people love it some people do not so i I'll know when I get there at least, but yeah. um, there's also like tape recorders and stuff that you'll find. Audio logs. Yeah, very sparsely, but they... Those, 
they're not really they're just ramblings on yeah. philosophy. Yeah. And that's I like actually, the Jonathan Blow pretentious part peeking in. Which, there is a nugget in some of those audio logs where you can see like, okay, this is kind of talking about something here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something specific are, here. And there are a lot of statues on the island that are very like specifically human. Like yeah. like they're not like human-ish. They are like sculpted people yeah. right. doing different tasks. So Almost like speak. Medusa blew through here and turned everyone to stone. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean it's in the middle of this like this crazy island. This weird Disneyland island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's Medusa the Imagineer. It's a very hard one to explain, yeah. but I the the other thing is there's been debate from a whole bunch of people like, why is this game $40? It's a download-only indie game. Why is it $40? There's like dozens of hours of game in Easily. this game. I had n- no problem. What's like At first, I was like, I don't know if this is worth 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Now I can tell you, easily worth $40. That, they could have charged 60 for it, and I'd be like, yeah, that's that's a fine price. If yeah. Okay, so the the reason that I went ahead and bought this game was because I had a twenty dollar PSN card already. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, Chuck. Go ahead, no problem. And um, Merry Christmas. And I I was like, you know what? It'll be only it'll only be only be nineteen dollars and ninety eight cents or whatever. And had somebody said before I finished, like when I was doing the last puzzles of the game, like, okay, you fucking did it. Would you give us twenty more dollars for that? I'd have said yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I absolutely n- having played it, I'm just like I don't understand why people are salty about the price at all. I don't understand that. Is in any my way. question is: Is there a demo? No, because I feel no, like I mean, no. I, I, however, my only problem with a, di- a digital forty dollar game that there's no demo of is like whether or not you're going to hate it right off the bat, and then you're stuck mm-hmm. with it for life. Well, that, if that's, you're on Steam, well, yes, I mean. Yeah, I guess they do have. But some I copies. actually, Walt joined me d- via SharePlay at one point. He saw I was playing and sent me a request. So was I, he able to play it? Yes, you can oh, cool. actually pass the controller off, so to speak, to that person because he's like, "Let me try something." Because it was one of the <laughs> it was one of the puzzles with the uh, the pads that you walk on to activate them. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, "I got an idea," and I was like, "All right, here." Because he was at first, he was trying to tell me to do it. And I was like, "Okay, no, here, I'm going to pass the controller on to you, and you can do it." Cool. How well did that work? It worked seamlessly. However, it only lasts an hour. And then it's like, you're done. Hmm. With, with that person, you can't, I guess you can't share it anymore. I'm not sure how exactly it works, but it worked really well. And we were chatting the whole time. And it was funny because like for a full hour, I think I beat one puzzle the entire time. Well, if and you then, were over in that section, then yeah. That yeah. Was... And then he uh, he and his wife were both like on a on voice chat. And then when they left after that hour expired, I immediately bl- cleared out the entire shady tree section like in one go. So, I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like, "They think I'm an idiot. They must think I'm just so stupid." And then I went and just destroyed this entire section of the game in yeah. one go. And you felt fucking smart, didn't you? Oh God, yes. Felt like a like, super fucking like, genius. That's the thing. It's that's why I like the Professor Layton games as well, where it was like you feel dumb, 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 and then you figure it out, and you're like, "I'm fucking genius. I am so freaking smart." And that's all this game is, is just that back and forth is like that whole, man, I am so stupid. And then, wait, no, I'm not. I'm fucking awesome. One of the things that and and the reason that I've been just 
celebrating my genius the last 10 minutes, 15 mm. minutes, um, is because it, and it's not because I think I'm like the smartest guy in the room or whatever. It's because this game makes you feel really smart mm-hmm. for doing, for, for finishing this yeah. stuff. And like, I feel like, like, I, f- I feel like I have kicked that, that, you know, puzzle games, I'm puzzle games bitch mm-hmm. feeling that mist gave me all those years ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like I finally conquered like the nouveau mist. And so I feel yeah. smart again. <laughs> like I, well, it, it's, it's kind of like, it makes me this, you, I, I've also made a it point. It makes you feel like a goddamn yeah. genius. Well, having yeah, gotten and, through the shit. And I've also made a point not to look up solutions or have people give me solutions. Yeah. Unless I'm just like, fuck this thing. But, and even then I was like, give me some kind of hint. BJ yeah. on this part. And and you were like, okay, well, you know, and you were very vague, but Oh man, I tried to be the vaguest yeah. possible. But um, it's it's one of the it's also like if you were to go through this game and just start looking up solutions, like if you got stuck for a minute, you would not understand how to beat anything later on. It would also you know? ruin like it would ruin yeah, the experience because you would have to keep looking it up. It would get harder and harder to figure it out on your own mm-hmm. as you went. Um there are a there are a couple times I will freely admit that I started to look up a solution for a puzzle and I got like, I would read line <laughs> by line, you know, when it's talking about walking up to it and yeah. it says, and it just, there would be one tiny thing that's not even a necessarily a hint mm-hmm. that just triggers like, oh shit, that's the thing I need to do. Yep. So I, I can say that on mobile, I, there's a very good IGN site for this game that gives you like spoilerized hints like mm-hmm. you can pick hint one hint two hint three mm-hmm. and you can scroll through list and not see anything you have to actually physically hit it okay to give you something so there are times when i was like you know what i understand the theme of this land that i'm in i understand what this puzzle wants me to do my brain is not allowing me to draw the line properly Mm-hmm. And I have gone to the web and been like, what the hell is the solution to this one dumb thing? And then I see it. And I'm like, yes, that's obviously it. What is wrong with my dumb brain? But yeah. I, I have yet to do it for anything where it's like this puzzle doesn't make sense. It's always been yeah. like eight well, like, puzzles in like I get the theme. I understand what it's asking me to do. I just I can't see the line. I can't whatever it's telling me to do. I can't process. Well, it. Yeah, like the last puzzle in the shady trees section. I felt like a fucking genius for figuring out like what it yeah. meant, like, like what I had to be doing because I, I kept doing this one thing going, why the fuck isn't this working? Why the fuck? And then like, I went back through the whole sequence of the entire section that I'd done. And then I said, Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. And like, if I had just looked that up on the web, I would have been like, Oh, of course. But I, I wouldn't have felt like that fucking smart high <laughs> IQ yeah. guy. Right. If I had just looked it up and they'd be like, well, well you got to do this. And I'd be like, oh, well, of course I do. You know, instead I go, oh, fuck yes. That's what I need to do. So, yeah. You were trying to riddle us something. Well, I just, I mean, I guess the thing I'm hot, I, I know nothing about this game. I haven't watched anything about it. Mm-hmm. You're saying that it's like, it's just a line style puzzle repeated ad infinitum. Like, so the thing no, is, well, I'm just saying, like, I mean, the thing I like about Mist and Seventh Guest and all that is the variety of style of puzzles. Well, yes. The thing is, the, the conditions are totally different throughout. Okay. Like, some yeah. might have two red stars on them, and that's all you see is a grid of of sixteen squares. But there's two red square, two red squares on it, and you go, uh, "What do I need to do?" And so you test it, and you know you'll circle the entire thing, and it'll go, "Nope." Yeah. You know. So, 
all the framework for the puzzles is the, is the same. All the puzzles have different components that are combined and perverted in many different challenging ways. Okay. So it's like... But you're using more than just point A to point B puzzle solving. There's, there's right. sound, there's different visual cues, there's just the, the variety of things they can do with a line puzzle in this game is is remarkably insane. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a controller, you know, yeah. like a, a physical controller can do a billion different types of games. That's kind of how this feels. It's almost like, yeah, you know, or a keyboard, you know, you can use a keyboard for playing a first person shooter. You can use it for typing up a book report. You know, yeah. you can do all these different things with it. And that's kind of what these puzzles feel like is they're just this tool that gets changed and suited for yeah. whatever purpose that section requires. It's 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 so strange because it's a very hard game to wrap your head around until you're actually playing it. Because yeah. when you describe it to anyone who hasn't seen it and hasn't played it, they're bas- the, the response is it always sounds... basically like, well, why don't you just go get a 99 cent cardboard book from the gas station that mm-hmm. lets you draw lines in it, you know, next to the Sudoku crap and do yeah. that. It is really just like a, a stupid maze puzzle that you would do with, you know, with a pencil, yeah. but it's... But the environment is very important to what you're doing. Yeah. And you could not do this with a book, not and in the, the way that the game immerses you into its world. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I don't... I Like, I don't want to rush it. I think that's the thing I've found lately is I don't want to rush my way through it. The only reason I want to beat it is because sooner or later, the statute of limitations on the on Twitter is going right. to pass and people are going to be like, let's talk about the ending of The Witness. Yeah. You know, it's already it's already starting to happen a little yeah. bit. Like, but I mean, people I are being really good. It. Like, yeah. well, I, I know, and people are being very vague right now. But eventually, yeah. that vagueness is gonna. Okay, it, guys, you remember well, where the hang glider section of the witness? Yeah, <laughs> well, well, no, but it starts being that whole people talk around something I love so when it much turned into Far Cry too. that you're able to figure out what they're talking about. Right. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the phase of spoilers I hate, where it's like, oh, I'm not talking directly about it, but. You know, it's that thing that's on a door that you would turn in order to open it. You know, and you're like, a doorknob. Just fucking say it's a doorknob already. Yeah. You know, that's I don't want to say it's thing. a dragon. So, yeah. <laughs> the just flying a, turkey. Just, just imagine it's a dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I got to go with just my initial thought is this game probably is not and never will be for me. If you want. I would have said the same thing until I, I watched a video of someone play it. And I if went, you Ooh. want, I can pick up. Um, I can start a new game on my game and walk you through the first, let you share play the first, you know, first bit of it. That way you can at least see it at some point. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I'm saying this is not in like a dick way, but like, I don't tend to enjoy games like this. And I'm going to segue into the next games I'm going to talk about okay. for the fact that my job is a series of solving puzzles. Mm-hmm. And so like. <laughs> Coming home and doing puzzle games, generally speaking, unless like the environment really is just amazing, like Portal Two, where it's like it gets like I would have gotten really frustrated with Portal Two had I not it not been like Cave Johnson and we oh, you yeah. know Wheatley yeah, and all these course. things around it. It's like I would have at a certain point with all the different goos and everything gone like fuck this game, I'm done, I don't care. But you know, it was like oh man, get me to the next cutscene, I want to know what's going to happen. So like this just sounds like a series of get to the next set of puzzles. You get to the next set of puzzles. It just doesn't sound. Yeah, like that and kind of thing. it is very much your reward for solving this puzzle is here's another puzzle. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. So I mean, I, so yeah, it definitely doesn't sound like your type of thing because right. there's like 600 fucking puzzles on that. The island. world is really 
like the the landscape and everything is really interesting and pretty, but it is but it is puzzle to puzzle to puzzle. Right. And there's like, some. I, I that's why I mean. I've been playing the shit out of Diablo 3 because it's a simple mechanic. I can barely think about it. And that's what I want in my games these days is like my job life is like challenging and taxing and (laughs) and brain, you know, like how do I make this happen and make this happen to make this happen? So it's like when I come home, it's just give me the most base game possible. So this probably isn't going to bode well for the next games you're talking about. Yeah, I'm going (laughs) to. All right. So I talk during the. Are we done with the witness? I think we are. I'm a goddamn genius. The rest of everyone is idiots. Okay. That is all. All right. The well, end. Sorry. For I, now. I, for now. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it just Check in feels next month. so good, and I'm done. All right. <laughs> yeah. You're patting yourself on the back that the game did not do. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You right. have to because that's why no one else will. That's right. why he was so salty about it. Okay. <laughs> um, so I talked about Ori and the Blind Forest during the Fodies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's a gorgeous game, and I hit that point where I was like, even if I know what I need to do, I'm now fighting the controls to do it. And that that's always like that always bodes poorly for the puzzle slash platformer game where I know exactly what power I have that makes me be able to do this. I can't I just can't make my stupid old fingers do that combination of things to make it happen. Do you find yourself hitting the wrong button and saving all over the place like I do? Uh, No, not really. I don't know why I keep like thinking, all right, I'm right by this door to open it. And then I hit B and I save my game. I thought you had to like hold it down, don't you? I, I think no, it's something else. Okay, like it's you have to hold down X, I believe. But it's yeah. it's one of those cases where it's like I I'm just talking about the yeah. basic like you know jump slash do this like dodge move to get past the thing. Mm. You know, it's just I I barely was able to power my way through Guacamelee, and yeah. Ori just felt helped felt like oh here comes more of it. It's prettier, but eh, no, I'm at a certain point. I was like I'm good. I feel like I've got what I got from out of this. So this brings me to the game I really want to talk, which is Unravel. Mm-hmm. So that's just is it officially out now? I can't figure it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah it it was on the EA access demo. Yeah. Which is where had, you played it. Right? Yeah. That's I had the 10 hour demo, which probably is enough to beat the game, which is a weird choice for that, but mm. they keep doing that. Yeah. Um, so I had it early and tried it. Um, yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous game. But even quicker than Ori, I found myself knowing exactly what I needed to do and fighting the controls. And I was like, thanks, but, no mm-hmm. <laughs> like i just that is that is beyond frustrating like to make a puzzle game that feels like the controls aren't as tight as they need to be because, and especially this mm-hmm. one because like this one operates even weirder like just to paint the picture if you don't know what unravel is you are you're like this little yarn guy yarny yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have seen his picture yes. on the internet um uh-huh. he's called yarny okay is he really? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, you're this little red <laughs> yarn guy. I don't know. Well, there was one like rock, paper, shotgun article or was it them or it was somebody else who's just like, yeah, fuck this game because it's too cutesy and they're just trying to force the cutesiness. And so fuck it. I haven't played it, but I don't like it. Hmm. Oh, one like, of those idiots. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's cool. That's professional. Cool guy. I think okay. they keep calling them like I've seen a bunch of stuff about this game retweeted into my timeline. And I think mm-hmm. the devs keep calling him Yarny okay. or a Yarny. Hmm. Yarnia. No. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, the the basic Chronicle idea. Chronicle are your your yarny. Yeah. The basic idea of the game is you're this little yarn guy, um, but really what you're playing is you're playing through memories. That's really what the game. I get the idea is that mm-hmm. the, like the yarn is like the fabric of our memory, you know, essentially. And so like you're that's the thing is like you have this like trailing thread behind you, you know. So like as you go so far, your guy starts to kind of like unravel i mean mm-hmm. he starts to become thinner and thinner 
and then you have to find new little sources of thread, and then he does a magical little spinny thing, and he's got more thread. It doesn't make any sense as far mm-hmm. as the running thread thing. The, oh. li- the literal sense, not the metaphorical sense. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so you find this more yarn, and then you can continue on. But it, it makes the controls play that way, like that you always have this like piece of you hanging behind. So like mm-hmm. your jumps and stuff feel like you're kind of tied to something all the time. So all of your little things feel like if you jump just wrong, you're going to get yanked back because you didn't plan for the fact that you're still kind of tethered to the ground and this long running string behind you. Now it comes in play in good ways because you can like tether part of the yarn from here and then like jump up here and tether another little part and create like a little yarn bridge so that you can then walk across a place that wasn't, you know, previously there. So, but I don't know. I probably made it through uh, like two or three sections before finally I just started getting to this point where I was like, I don't want to do this. Even like that's, that's the worst is like walking up to a section going, Oh, well I've got to get this from here to there. Cause I'm going to have to like weigh this thing down to open up something and then seeing it. And then it taking you like 20 minutes to actually do it. Yeah. And I, I was just like, I'm sure you have a really touching narrative behind this game. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I would get there eventually. But I don't care. You didn't present enough. Like, Ori kept me going longer because the beginning is so strong. This was kind of just like this, like, real artsy, like, oh, you're here and now you're this yarn guy and figure it out. You know, it's just <laughs> well, like, yeah, you know, like, well, that seems to be the whoa, weird thing man. about the experience in both of those games is that you can tell that they have the story they want to tell. Mm-hmm. But, like, especially with Ori, it was very much, okay, I see I need to I do this and then this. And then this before I run out of whatever it is that gets me there. And that whole process of, oh, well, I did three fourths of that and then fucked up. And now I got to do it over again. Right. And then got to do it over again. That stuff, like, there are a few things more frustrating than knowing exactly what you need to do and just being like that inch short of being able to do it, mm-hmm. which it sounds like Unravel is doing that same thing. And Ori, the big. The only thing that's kept me going in that game, because I played some more of it, is when you unlock specific powers later on, that's like, oh, yeah, it's almost like, you know, navigating the Metroid Prime, where suddenly it's like, oh, well, now you can do this. And you're like, oh, well, shit, that section I just blast through there because I can skip it. Right. You know, and that's kind of what Ori does later on, where they're like, all right, well, now you have a double jump that'll get you there. And then you have an extra jump from that. And, but yeah, Unravel's a little more base than that. I mean, you, I, trying to think if I picked up any extra powers. It seems like what you can do is what you can do from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't hit far enough that they gave yeah. me something else to do, but like you can walk, obviously you can make those little rope bridges. You can use those rope bridges to kind of create like a little slingshot thing to propel you up in the air, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like you, I don't know, somehow, I don't know if you yarnize yeah. gravity or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 but you can sure. like also make like a little lasso with part of your yarn too. So you can mm-hmm. like jump and kind of lasso out some distance. So I don't know. It's super pretty. I got to say it's probably environmentally one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen in my life. I mean, that's not hyperbole. It just really is like mm-hmm. there's sections where, I mean, everything's in that like honey, I shrunk the kids vantage point where everything's, you know, just larger than it should be so like you're standing on like two little pebbles and there's some tide coming but to someone the size of yarny that you know like it's like this tidal wave is coming in every Mm -hmm. few seconds and so you can't obviously hit the water you can hit the water for like a second but you'll i guess soak up water and drown (laughs) i don't know know. you'll unravel yeah 
So like, but the, just like just the, wa- the, the water effects, the grass effects, just everything down yeah, on that level first. is just so beautiful. But man, just tough puzzle games. I just have no patience for them. Okay. So I, I don't know. I wish, man, I wish I could like you better. I was so looking forward to un- unravel seeing those early videos. So yeah, I was just expecting that. I want that. I want that moment you probably have at the end, like playing like brothers or something. Like right. I, I want that just like, oh, right. oh man, this all suddenly comes together and it means something and wow. The, okay, this this is going to sound dismissive like I'm putting you down by saying this, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. But maybe try that Yoshi game. The, okay. Because it's like yarn and it's the same sure. kind of environmental. Well, it's, not the, it's not the yarn that I want. <laughs> try no, no, I'm just try saying, an easier yarn game, you stupid fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I, I just mean it like it's it's got the same kind of aesthetic look to it of you know something that could be equally gorgeous but maybe isn't like this kick in the balls puzzle game it's you know a a cutesy platformer that you could have like i'm sorry i wish ori was a lot more cute and not as fucking hardcore as it is like Mm -hmm. i would have totally played through all but like 15 minutes into that i was like no this is not what i wanted this to be at all based on that prologue and was just like done. If if I think the gameplay had fit that world, I would have been into it more. It just didn't. It never felt like it was. Sure. And it sounds kind of like Unravel is a bit of the same way, where it's maybe just a notch too much for people who are coming to it for the aesthetic and mm-hmm. you know how visually impressive it is. Right. Well, yeah, like I said, it's not it's not the yarn aspect. It's that I I feel like it's going to have a it's going to get you in the feels eventually oh okay <laughs> I, you know i just feel like it's, it's, it's oh the feels it has a thing eventually it's going to suddenly click and go oh this all makes sense but wow games are art all yeah. that kind of stuff you know that i enjoy mm-hmm. right i just maybe you know maybe this is the thing you want maybe this is what you need like you need to like persevere through these puzzles and then at the end you have that epic ending that's like man you did it a winner is you, <laughs> you know? i just want some fireworks man all right. yeah well, speaking of feels and epic endings and such yeah. epic feels, yeah. Um, so I finally finished the Dragon Age of the Third Moon Lunar Cycle yeah. thing, Inquisition. Yeah, so, Dragon Age Inquisition. After I did not expect, it. is it the third or the fourth Dragon Age game? Third, it is. Yeah, okay. um, including Origin of the Species. Yeah. Origins is okay. the first. Origins one. the first. Right. Origins Awakening is the. The one point five of the universe, yeah, the, basically. The epilogue. Yeah. Pardon me while I turtle. <laughs> Actually, uh, okay. So I'd finished playing that game last August. I'd put it away because of projects mm-hmm. and stuff, and I knew I couldn't start anything else before I finished it because if I started one more long ass game, I was never going to go back to it. And so I went back to it and realized I stopped maybe like five hours away from the ending. <laughs> so I was Whoops. I was pretty damn close. Um. I, I just I don't know what it is, but the the Bioware games, specifically Dragon Age and Mass Effect, speak to me in a way that I know no one else here gives a shit about. But um, I, I the the writing and the acting carry those games for me such a great deal because I there are so many games that I play where they give you characters. And even by the end of the game, I'm like, I don't know that guy, the guy with the beard, the one who got shot. Yeah, that was a bummer. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I can't name names. I couldn't tell you what their motivation was. It's all bullshit. Like, I liked playing through Uncharted, but whatever the fuck was going on in that game, I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. There was Nathan Drake and Grumpy Man. 
Sully. Yeah. Okay, fine. And Sully may have sold you out, but probably didn't, but then came back anyway and whatever. I don't know. But <laughs> but the 50 characters of Dragon Age grab you? Yes, because they give you so much to do. Like there are so many like like the Mass Effect loyalty missions. Th- this thing is just loaded with those things. Oh, good. It's constantly just like go be a buddy with this person and and chat with them and go to the the stupid haunted forest and do find the thing mm-hmm. all while they're giving you incredible backstory into why they are the way they are. Um That's I, I, something Bioware's always had right. Yes. Is is giving you a team that you give a shit about. Exactly. Or even if you don't like that character, you still remember things about them and you remember why you don't like them. Yeah. You know, like Ashley's a fucking space racist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, um, know? you get that same thing where you've got like eight or nine people to choose from and you generally start choosing like the same people over and over again because you like the way they all interact with each other. But yeah. then something will happen to one character like they will just go fuck off to go do something and then you're you've got this slot that you have to fill with a character that you don't like or don't use. Mm-hmm. And it changes the, the, the dynamic entirely because of the dialogue and everything like that. But yeah. That game, I, I, I enjoy the hell out of it. It is the least of the three Dragon Ages to me, simply because you get to the end and it's like, oh, that was it? Huh. From what I've heard, one of the DLCs... Yeah, there's... A, there's works, uh, is it Trespasser? Trespasser. That's the one that's supposed to actually do something. I, the end of the game ends the game like you could never play the DLC and, and you get an ending. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not like some of these games where it's just like drops you back in the world. The world continues past the end. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not weird like Mad Max and some other games where it's like, oh, something drastic happened. But not, forget it. You're just back in the world. Go go clean up <laughs> scrap piles yeah. and stuff. There's um, challenges to complete. Yeah, but. It's just odd how simplistic it seems like the ending of this game is like there's no difficult choice or seemingly insurmountable task. It's just a okay. we've you know, we've gotten all our space points together. Let's go. Let's go do the thing, everybody. And then you go do the thing. And then the game kind of lingers on for another 45 minutes, which is really strange and then stops. Hmm. It's just it's so bizarre because. It gives you a glimmer of hope like after you you do the big thing it lingers around for a while and you're like oh wait maybe that wasn't the big thing because the game is still going it hasn't rolled credits or anything maybe something else is coming and it just kind of slowly peters out to the end uh, on what it thinks is a nice quiet moment but you're actually like wait no that's what are you doing game give me more game you were hinting that there was going to be more game mm-hmm. here um, but I, I still all the Dragon Ages are good times. I really hope they make those backwards compatible at some point because I still want to play Origins and even two, two less so than Origins. But I got to say, I you know, for all the the, the shit that two gets and they sure did cut corners in two mm-hmm. with the environments and the stuff like that, there is still some fan. The stuff at the end of that game is amazing. Yeah. The stuff the stuff that you have to do, which carries into three something fierce like it is a big deal in three. All the shit that went down in two is a huge deal. Um, so it actually matters. Unlike kind of how the first one ends. Yeah. It's never really affected the, how two continued. It's real weird how they treat your character in one. Mm-hmm. Well, in one, you're just like <laughs> generic guy. Yeah. You didn't have a voice or generic 
gnome or yeah. dwarf or whoever. You, you were whatever race you wanted to be, yeah, but you, you were, never you had a voice. A cipher. You ju- yeah, you just had dialogue options. So yeah. I understand that being difficult to then make a character show up in Dragon Age 3. Because yeah. you've been like, whoa. Is this? Oh, yeah, my guy. <laughs> yeah, unless they just spoke to you mentally and you just saw the, the subtitles and yeah. you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Um, but yeah, I, and, you know, then right after I was like, okay, I'm done with Dragon Age and then all the DLC was available and I was like, no, I'm not. Time mm-hmm. to play all the DLC. So that's what I'm doing now. Okay. But so you still feel it's the least of the Dragon Age. Games. I feel it's the least of the three, but I still really love it. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't have put 120 hours into it if I didn't really love it. So that's a lot of hours. Yeah. And if you don't like puzzle games, this basically is just hold down the right trigger <laughs> to oh, do cool. everything. All right. <laughs> so that's a lot of fun. Sounds good. Yep. Do you guys want to take a break? Uh, I would love to take a break. Then let's let's end this half. Cool. Ooh, down with this half. On to next half. Right. Break. <laughs> Welcome back. Second half. Hey. Episode 78. Still a motherfucking a video game podcast. Still is. Brought to you by dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Watch about all that yeah. Patreon money. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Uh, so, Chuck. Huh. You and I spent money on a game that we got for cheap, cheap-ass cheap discount. I don't know how that happened. Uh, you, you bought it fire back in, sale. Yeah, you bought it like back in. <laughs> well, it's a November. Ubisoft game. Of course, oh, it's yeah. cheap now. Yeah, and there, Ubisoft had a sale on PS4. I had a bunch of credits, and I was like, I can get the complete edition for twenty four bucks. So mm-hmm. I was like, the crew. Hey, yeah. Chuck, how is that? And you're like, it's eh, a game. It's Chuck Fine. It's racing. Yeah, you could do things in it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you hadn't started it, or you started it like you, you, you guys, I, you and Harlow talked about it. I had it on, when it first released yeah. in like late 2014. I had it on PS4 at launch. Mm-hmm. Played it for about an hour and was like, eh, I'll come back to this. Never came back to it. Mm-hmm. And then when that crazy cheap complete edition went on sale, I sold the disc, picked that up on Xbox instead of PS4. Yeah, you got it for like fifteen dollars. Yeah. Or something, right? So and I was like, okay, I'll get back into this. Wait, wait, wait. So you're you can't form a crew. You're on different platforms. Well, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, I was. I it know. was the and it was like full price. Well, whose crew I, do I join if I get this crew? Uh, no, whoever you, you have, you could choose between us. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Neither of us have it on PC, so you can oh, yeah. so crew there. You're on your own. Oh, okay. Just, just yeah. Create a crew of one. But <laughs> it was. I thought you were going to like stand on either side of the room and like call to me, like, "Come on, come on, be on my crew, come on, Harlow." Yeah. Well, it was <laughs> for some reason. Um, Austin Walker on Giant Beastcast brought it up, mm-hmm. and the way he was describing it, I was like, "I think I need to play this game because it was the whole like, it's that whole." All right, here's our version of the United States. Drive and like you can drive from Detroit to Miami if you want. Uh huh. And How I can was you like, drive from a place that doesn't exist. Well, they start you in a non-existent town of Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so this is a fiction. I went game. to Eight Mile. I got the little marker for what? visiting Eight Mile. Totally did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, did you lose yourself there? I might. Or did you have, have a GPS? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had spaghetti. Oh, <laughs> my mom's spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, but um. So, and something about that was like, 
I think I need to check this game out. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of glad I did because this, like, I've realized open world driving games are kind of like my thing. Like, it doesn't matter what world you put it in. If you let me just drive around and fuck around and explore a world, I'm probably going to be happy doing it. Mm-hmm. While this one has a lot of roadblocks to that, so to speak. <laughs> I'm still enjoying it probably because it has strangely enough, the vibe that driver San Francisco had for me where it's like, I'm in this real town and I'm driving around and I can do crazy shit, but it doesn't really like the cops aren't suddenly all over me because I'm doing this and people just jump out of the way. You know, you never hit any of them and they're real good about jumping out of the way. Yeah. But it's also that whole feeling of, it's a very organic world in that like you don't just have set zones like areas just kind of bleed into one another. And, you know, and you just kind of, you end up going through downtown and suddenly you've ended up in the industrial district. And Mm -hmm. then suddenly you're out, you know, in the suburbs where there's, you know, houses and stuff. It just, it flows in a very realistic way to me that I really enjoyed. However, There's when you buy the complete edition for one, it will remind you that, hey, you've unlocked all this content, but you have to finish the prologue before you can use any of it. And whenever it loads up a new race or something, it will flash all that thing that you can scroll through all 27 pieces of content Mm -hmm. that you unlocked by buying the complete edition. But you can't use any of them because you got to get out of the prologue, buddy. Yep. (laughs) So I saw that message five times before I finally got out of the prologue and it gave me the same thing. And it just was the same message just without the, Hey buddy, finish the prologue. <laughs> it's just like, here's all this stuff. Look at all these things you have now. I have no idea where to get any of that stuff. They'll show up, but it's there. Yeah. And it's also like, got just like, there's a story there, but in the same way that driver San Francisco was just like a kind of a bullshit story. It's kind of that it, too. It, Wait, it, wasn't driver San Francisco like the one with like a ghost? That's coma powers is what you had. Later, oh, it, but that's it, no, you're in the coma and driver. Oh, that's right. Right yeah, away. Yeah. I mean, you just realize yeah, you don't that, get the power of lightning or anything in this. One, no, you so. just realize that you're in a coma and the guy you're chasing is in your coma. So yeah. you, you're just like, I have coma powers. I can do whatever I want. God, Driver San Francisco is so fucking awesome. I fucking yeah. love that game. So wait, the Nightmare on Elm Street 3? Yes. Driver San Francisco. Yeah. Like when you realize... They wake you up out of your coma, and you're like, hold on. I was in a coma, and I, I and I could get him there, and I have coma powers, and I'm like, put me back in my coma. <laughs> and the end I of that s- game is you back in the coma doing that, weird, crazy does shit. Does it turn into Saints Row... It's like it's crazy like that, not funny is, like that, but it, cause it it's is one of the most serious. satisfying things I've ever done in any video game, because yeah. there's a certain point where your guy just goes, if I'm in a coma and this is all a dream, I can do anything. Yep. So you just start like throwing bolts of lightning <laughs> at this dude while he's driving. You start a hurricane around him. Yeah. Like, doesn't a nuke go off at some point? I probably. I don't remember. It's it all is, insane. It is just of one of those things. It's like holy shit what are we doing yeah and i'd love it that game really goes for it but this game this game doesn't the crew no, isn't no, the crazy crew is, like that is, but it's much more like it but it is kind of like there's just this bullshit story they're yeah. like you know you're given no context for anything when no you you're start just off. beardy you're, hipster you're, man they're just like you're part of the crew but you're not part of the crew but your brother's running the crew and then your brother's dead and they 
and, and all of and a sudden like, and like you... the guy like all of a sudden the cops are there and they pick up the gun that the guy used to shoot your brother and they wipe it off and go we found a gun yeah and you're like no and then cut to five years later yeah. you're in prison like more <laughs> yeah. but it's like this story exists almost completely outside of all the tasks that they're making you do. Yeah. Cause because the tasks are really dumb. You don't do anything except race. Yeah. Ever. That, that's how you get into cruise, man. Yeah. You show up and you race. Yeah. And then after the race guys, like, Hey, you're a pretty good racer. Why don't you come race with yeah. me at this other race? <laughs> Might have some five ten ink for you. If you keep that up. Yeah. So you just and, go from place to place and race. But I, I guess what I mean it, in feeling like driver San Francisco is it's like, there's the story happening, mm-hmm. but the story doesn't necessarily matter to what you're actually doing in the game at all. Yeah. No, you can totally just fuck around. Yeah. And around. the game also, because we have, because it has wild run, which is, I guess the big expansion they put out mm-hmm. and all the season pass stuff. It's like, Hey, <laughs> go do this. Like, go do this thing. So you go out, like you drive a ways that you're like in the middle of nowhere by the time you get there mm-hmm. out of, outside of Detroit. Mm-hmm. And, it's something like drive this monster truck around and do stunts. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And and then I realized I'm driving a monster truck around doing stunts. This is fucking awesome. Jumping off cliffs. Yeah. Doing grabbing coins and three sixties is. And I'm like, what game? What is this game? <laughs> I know it's weird. And then it's and then you beat that and it's like you didn't get any points for that, but good job. Yeah. And now, then now it's drag like, race yeah, across the now desert. Drag race in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Like, cool. Wait a minute. The FBI wants me to go get this dude <laughs> who killed my brother. Yeah, I am after my brother's killer and a crooked FBI agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh. But the drag racing is cool. Monster too. trucks. <laughs> so is this a case of uh, Ludo narrative dissonance? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Are we bringing that back. Ludo narrative dissonance. Oh wait, well, it's about racing. It's Ludo narrative. Yeah. Ludo narrative dissonance. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but I. I don't know if it's necessarily that because it's not like the actions that you're doing in the game are completely disconnected from the storyline. Yeah. You know, unlike Nathan Drake, who's just like murdering everyone. It's just like, all right, we're cool. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, that's a whole other can of worms there, but I mean, I'm liking this game, but the other complaint. Yeah. Always online. Yep. It forces you to connect with other people, real people driving around your world. Mm-hmm. You cannot not do that. Nope. You also cannot pause the game. Yep. I to be fair, the need for speeds do that also, and it's fucking annoying. I hate it. Yeah. Any game that doesn't let me pause can fuck off. Yep. Because you know what? I got shit I got to do that's not all video games. Like, yeah. like I can't. Well, you better fix your life then, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Because my wife, being my wife, is like, I need you to come here and help me with this. I was like, okay, cool. Just as a race was starting, like, just as the race was starting, I was like, fine, whatever. And then I tried to pause it, and I realized I couldn't pause it because it just brings up a little side menu. Mm-hmm. So I hit the PlayStation button. Yep. And I went and helped her. <laughs> and Game I came back, and it's like, you failed the race. What are you? And I was like, I didn't even start the race. I paused it. And it's like, no, 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 no. No, it's not like the... Uh, we had this discussion like two years ago. Yeah. The PS button is not necessarily a no. I know. a pause button no, like it the is Xbox not. Guide button used to be. Even more now yeah. because it is just it like, just, hey, you, you want to go check a uh, trophy or something? That's cool. We'll keep your game running. Yeah, game's still <laughs> running full speed, man. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about us. We got yeah. you. And it's also got weird overscan issues. Like I've set my overscan on my PS4 and it's still like that menu is off to the side. And stuff's like way out on the edges of my screen because I don't know what it is about my TV, but my TV has really bad overscan. I guess because it's plasma or something. I don't know. But, oh, plasma. But yeah. 
But it's like I I like what I'm doing in this game. I just kind of wish Ubisoft hadn't wrapped it in a lot of the little janky crap that's there. Yeah. When you mentioned that you were playing it, I was like, okay, that's all I need to start this game up again. Mm-hmm. And so the the Wild Run content also added a bunch of stuff to the main game. It fixed some of the control issues. It fixed mm-hmm. some of the, the graphics and texture. So it looks a little better. It handles a little better. The, the first version of that game was just so wonky and out of control. Yeah. You couldn't hardly control it. But... So I was like, okay, maybe this game is better. But then once I got out of the prologue and into the game proper, I remembered the the two things that made me go, yeah, I need to not play this right now. One was I got into a race, which was a storyline mission, not something that other players have anything to do with. It's just mm-hmm. you. Halfway through the race, Xbox Live went burp, and the game just was like, you're disconnected from Xbox Live. Game over, bud. You're going back to the title screen. Like what in the hell? Yeah. That is that, the worst possible thing you can do in, in any game, any game. Yeah. I can understand if you're playing like a multiplayer match of some kind. That's I get that. Oh, yeah. But if it's single player. So what? The leaderboard went down. Who cares? Let me finish the race. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing. The other thing is that this is one of those games that has little things in the environment, little pieces of geometry and business around the races that you will just hit and come to a dead fucking stop. And then that's it. You're fucked. Like everyone yeah. speeds past you and the race is over. You just, also, you just get clipped on like stairs in front of some building somewhere mm-hmm. and that's it. You're you're totally fucked. You can't do anything, man. It takes you five seconds was, to back up another 10 seconds to get up to speed again. And by then everyone is gone. If it was burnout paradise, your car would just explode <laughs> on that little piece. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, and it was always like right near the finish line yep. of that timed race, like, like the the time trial or whatever for yes. that one specific car that you yep. just you've been trying to beat it for fucking days. Mm-hmm. And you caught that one little thing, but but yeah, I'm gonna play more of it. Yeah, especially because it has monster trucks now. So yeah, it's it's they're just they're very bad about explaining anything that you need to be doing in that game, like how to do it. Like I don't know how to change the camera angle on the car. Well, it's RB on the Xbox controller, so I'm guessing okay. it's R1. Yeah, they're just very unclear about what any controls do in that game. It's one of those I games still... where the text is super tiny. Yeah. That and too. it's all over the place, and they pop up a bunch of t- tutorial and they want stuff. And they use their wiki app all the time. Yeah. Okay. Like, use our wiki app, <laughs> which is basically like it's a manual. We just don't want to tell you that. Yeah. It's basically a link to a website. <laughs> yeah. It's like get your tablet out and check out how to play the crew. Yeah, but I still, I, I'm I'm just a sucker for games like that where it's just like you can you could drive here to California and yeah we're gonna have a whole world built, even if so much of it's procedurally generated, mm-hmm. you know, Forza horizon did the same thing for me where I was just like, I can just drive wherever and just fuck around. Yep. All right. You got me. Yep. So yeah. Speaking of games in the same genre. Yeah. <laughs> uh, racing. Yeah. Racing games. So I was, Xbox has been releasing all these backwards compatible games on the one. And I was like, I really need to get in and try this feature out. So I was just like, you know, because it gives you all the games that you own digitally mm-hmm. and they're in the, like this ready to install section. I'm like, OK, these are I, w- I was in the mood for like a racing game with like progression and a little bit of a career, that kind of thing, where it's yeah. just like do the race, get the thing. Now you qualify for this next thing, you know, the, just to go up the ladder, win the game. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Um, so there are three of them that I played. I'll just talk about all three real quick. Uh, Motocross Madness is a 360 game. That's an avatar game. But it's not like a shitty, you know, when you say Avatar game, you think of like Connect and that kind of bullshit. 
it's not that. It just uses your avatars, if anyone remembers what avatars are. Uh, uh, the big blue guys. <clears throat> no, no. No? no? Jake Sully? No, these were things that you played dress-up with on the Oh, God. Yeah. So... It's an avatar dirt bike racing game, but it's surprisingly deep in its career and stuff you can do in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like there's a lot there to do. There's a there's a lengthy career and a whole bunch of other side things that you can fuck around with. Uh, whenever I got it, I know it was super cheap or maybe it was a games with gold thing. But I've enjoyed the time that I've spent with it and it hasn't gotten to that point yet where it's like, I'm winning all the races. Oh, God, difficulty spike. Now I can't win anything unless mm-hmm. I go back and do all the things perfectly and get all the yeah. points. And so uh, that's that's been pretty enjoyable. If you want a two hour racing game that you can be totally done with start to finish, uh, you should pick up Jeremy McGrath's Off Road. All right. Which is no nailed. Oh, <laughs> but man, I hope they make nail it backwards compatible. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's just a, a steady progression game of do the race, get the next thing, go, enter the next contest, do that, and then it's like... So you've beaten Jeremy McGrath's offer. It takes about two to three hours at the most, and you get all the achievements but one, and the one last achievement is like drive 10,000 miles in the world, and you go and look that up, and it's like, just play free racing for another 10 hours, and I'm like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I will just never get that achievement, mm. thank you. Who, who's Jeremy Jeremy McGrath? He's he an off roader. He's oh. a multi-time Supercross champion. Like he's an extreme racer. Oh, arguably one of the best motocross uh, riders in the world to have ever lived. And I believe he does a voice in the game of Jeremy McGrath. Oh, he yeah. talks to you after your races. Like so, hey, bro, motocross. Like this is motorcycle game. Off road is more. It's more like rally cars. Oh, right. There are dirt bikes in it, but it's it's more like you know just like mad max vehicles and and dumb shit like I that. I believe at some point he started like he fucked up his leg or his arm mm-hmm. one of those two appendages yeah. and I think he started doing rally racing because you that know would fit. you don't have to go over like you don't do 100 foot jumps and land on your ankle and shatter it hmm. when you do rally racing you might flip down a mountain but, but they have a roll bar so you're yeah, all right you're fine <laughs> Great. I had a Jeremy McGrath racing game on the GameCube Ooh. way back in the day that was the worst piece of garbage I've ever played, possibly. This might be it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Could you complete a race? Yes. Yeah. I finished it. the game. I beat yeah. it. <laughs> so I, I I think this was on sale one day for like a dollar fifty, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, all right, sure. Um it's fine. It's enjoyable. <laughs> Chuck fine. Yeah, Chuck yeah. Fine. Hashtag Chuck Fine, which also, means do not buy. <laughs> no, it means come on, play the game. <laughs> Highest recommendation. Uh, <laughs> so, also to finish this category, uh, Dirt Three, mm. which is a you know that's a big franchise. People love the dirt games. Uh, dirt Three is another one of those games, and it's good. It's fun. It it does what you want it to. You know, it's got the the rally racing that you think rally racing is, and it mm. does it extremely well. And I, I one of the things whoever works at this company, I don't know if it's the publisher or the developer, whoever's making the dirt games, but they have the absolute best menu design for any mm. video game I've series or game individually that I've ever played. Like I remembered it specifically in Dirt Showdown, just thinking the menus are amazing. And then these menus are somehow even better. Um 
I, I just I'm a sucker for a well-designed menu that that is easy to navigate and is super cool looking and gives you all the information that you need. And these guys have done it. They've figured it out. Mm-hmm. It's it's so interesting to look at. And the game itself is cool, too. So, <laughs> I mean, I really like the menus in it, but uh, that's where I'm currently now. I'm playing through Dirt 3 and enjoying it a lot. This so. is Colin McRae's Dirt 3? No, no, no. They took his name There's off There's no it. more Colin McRae. Well, I know that, but I mean, I thought... Although I, th- I think, he's, I think his, his name was only people. on the first one. There's a McRae in it. You're racing against someone. McCra- one of the, McCra- one of the AI. Seamus yes. McRae. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totes McRae. Yes. Um, I will say one thing about the whole backwards compatible process, you know, like mm-hmm. playing the games. Uh, make sure that your Xbox is not downloading anything. Uh, yeah. For some reason, when you're playing a game, like I set up like a whole bunch of rock band songs to download. Oh, boy. And then just was like, OK, I'm going to play this. It is like you're streaming the game with a bad connection. It is janky as fuck. Just jerky and stopping and mm-hmm. starting. It's 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 so strange. I mean, the only way I can describe it is like it's it's streaming over a network and streaming badly. And I know that's not the case because I downloaded this, you know, this eight gig file. So. I have it. It's just the yeah. Xbox choking. So just make sure your Xbox is doing absolutely nothing else while you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the game, I mean, it really runs fine. So, yeah, I've had no issues with the backwards compatible stuff that yeah. I've tried. It was it was only when I was doing that huge chunk of rock band stuff. And I think it was probably more of the notifications than anything else. Yeah. Because it's popping up the one notifications over the 360. Yeah. And because the rock band songs are so small, it just kept going over and over and over and over again. So I had that in the middle of a Diablo session. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Just getting coded, <laughs> coded with DLC stuff. You. I was like, finish up already. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my corner. All right. Well, let's just keep the driving thing going. Um, I still haven't beaten Mad Max, but I'm damn close and I've gotten almost all the challenges. I think I have 11 left, which is crazy. Uh, I had been stuck on a particular race uh, where you have to chase one guy in a circle, the big chief, Mm -hmm. shoot him and you have to kill him while cars are constantly spawning that are attacking you along the way. And if your car is specced wrong, you have literally no hope of ever doing it unless you have an absolutely perfect run. And Meanwhile, BJ was like, yeah, I think I beat that second try. And you, Chuck, were also like, <laughs> yeah, like, I I don't get what your problem is. I did it like, I, remember, I, don't, I don't even remember the race. It was so easy. I, I, no, I mean, I remembered having some difficulty with it, but I couldn't remember what it was that I that yeah. finally clicked with me to make it happen because it had been mm-hmm. like three months before. Yeah. And it turns out I somehow over leveled myself for it and had like so many upgrades on my car that I had weighed it down and made it too slow to be able to catch him. That makes sense. And I thought that I needed the defense because I was constantly getting attacked, but he would get far enough away. I could never catch him. Mm-hmm. And I asked BJ, I'm like, BJ, what freaking setup did you use when you did this section? And he's like, all right, well, you got to take the front grill off and you got to take the armor off. Yeah. All of it. I was like, well, not all of it. I think I think I told you to knock well, it down to like two and two or something like that. Yeah, but, either but, way, I took all of it off the first mm-hmm. time just because. And I don't even think I got even half a lap in before killing him. Yeah. It was one of those cases where it's like, fuck you guys. Like, like I, I, cause I was legitimately like, fuck this game. I'm going to quit if I can't beat this di- goddamn race. <laughs> but yeah. And it was all about configuration of the freaking car. That's something that's really like, it's really interesting about this Mad Max game. Like I, 
so now that I've now that I've beaten the tar out of it, not mm. not quite as thoroughly as as, as Mackie, but um, you still haven't finished the game yet, so hey. Eh. Nope. Um, <laughs> I'm lording but finishing I'm gonna, games over Mackie today. I'm going to be the one who platinums it. So. You you are you oh, are. Oh, that's why I said so not as go. thoroughly, not yep. as thoroughly. You will you will supplant so you know me as Lord of Mad, Mad Max. Max. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but I really like and also hate the upgrade system for this game because you can only really you don't just get to continuously upgrade you have to like tweak and nudge and back things off and put things on and kind of fiddle around with everything until you get something that's that's kind of on the verge of being okay but you never get that i'm and i can understand why they would do this in the mad max world but you never get that i'm the baddest motherfucker in the land feeling mm-hmm. like i'm going to ruin everyone's day fuck you here i come um but yeah. in the mad max world you never are the baddest motherfucker in the land you're just the mm-hmm. guy that survived yeah. so i can i can kind of understand that but it's a little bit unsatisfying when you you know when you've put so much time into a game and i put like af- after our last no quarters, I just inhaled that game, like mm-hmm. just shoved it all up my nose and went crazy. Um, not literally, so your your copy of the game was safe. Whoever <laughs> lent that to me, um, <laughs> thank you, it. appreciate yeah. that. But um, but I still really in, enjoyed that. I I am totally impressed with your march towards completion because I saw some of those challenges and I'm like, never. Absolutely yep. never. I will never, ever, 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 ever the even only try one, to get those. The only one that's given me trouble is that stupid kill eight guys in one fury session or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I've got I got seven like once or I think actually twice, and I thought for sure I had it, and then the fury ran out, and I the you know the little challenge thing didn't notify me, and I was like, mm-hmm. son of a bitch. But at least I, I found the area that where the guys will continue to respawn even if I beat the game. So yeah, I. But I kind of want to get all the challenges before that, just so I can say I got that before I beat the game. Right. But, well, you'll be able to go back once you beat the game because yeah, there's I a. I guess you know about it, but like there's a once you finish the game, it's like, all right, well, all that shit. Yeah. I know. Uh, here's here's what happened, what, but what could have happened you know it does sort uh-huh. of a clue thing um not yeah. really but it does it and there's just some weird some weird little side things still in that game like i there's one guy on the very edge of very western edge of the map who popped up as like one of those loot missions or whatever mm-hmm. and i went to him and he's basically like yeah my family like my wife and my child left on the the boat you made for pink eye and they're gone I'm never getting back, so just murder me and take my stuff. Yeah. And he literally says it. He's like, just murder the fuck out of me. Yeah. I was like, and it's like do you have to keep X saying to it like that? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And and it's basically like, mercy kill this man and loot him. <laughs> I was like, yeah. really, game? I mean. Well, all right, yeah. I guess. I mean, how would you like to die today, sir? It was just so weird the way that guy phrased it. He's like, just murder me. Come on. <laughs> just fucking murder me. Well, once on. you put it that way, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you could have just asked for euthanasia. But, it, but it's funny because all the other people are like, oh, you're the guy who's taking over. The what yeah. do little Chinese things? kids have to do with it? Nothing. Oh. No. But no, that, that I, I still really like that game. And I mean, I've been working on it for five months and maybe that's helped me yeah. somewhat in that, you know, I've, I've never taken it in big, huge chunks. It's always like, 
I can do this little thing, and I can do that little thing, and that's what the way the challenges have been. Is just like you've also been playing it on uh, on your Vita. Yeah, I've in, been playing it remote, tiny bite sized chunks, like yeah. while you're when you should be working or something. Eh, lunch break. <laughs> um, when people aren't using the goddamn microwave, breaking my Vita. Yeah, I wish. I wish we had enough time for you to tell some of the microwave saga, but yeah, um, <laughs> I wish they had five gigahertz. That's all I can say. Oh, right. Um, but I mean, I've like, I wasn't disappointed with the fact that I just devoured that game in huge chunks at a time. I mean, my, my, I could, I could just see it getting very repetitive it, and it which does is the common complaint about that game. Yeah. That, that's the only real problem with it is that it just like, once you've done two areas, you're like, okay. All the rest of this is going to be exactly the same. It's just going to be like 10 more guys to beat up and everybody else's car is going to get really difficult. Um, But I mean, that game is everything, almost everything I could want in a Mad Max game and Mm -hmm. everything feels like I know I talked about not getting the not getting the power fantasy that you want out of a out of an upgrades game or an upgrade sort of system, but it feels right to be mm-hmm. at a disadvantage as Mad Max because you're like Max Rockatansky is not a superhero. He's just a dude and yeah. getting your ass whipped every once and in a while. And your car can get wrecked real quick. Yeah. If there like, when you, if there's one car, you're, you're going to be all right. If there's two or three, it's very easy to get wrecked very quickly. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and then try to jump out of the car and then get run <laughs> over. And yeah. then when, just when you get up, that other car runs you over. Right. And, or if you get too close to a one of the the enemy towns or whatever, and they have the fucking fire launcher things. Oh Jesus! The mortars, yeah. like you, it's so easy to just get stuck in that, like basically getting juggled by those things going back and forth yeah. and back and forth. Yeah, they're like that game sets you up for a ton of failures, and that's that's one thing. Like, if I had a pro tip, it's just you're gonna get fucking wrecked <laughs> like you are just you are just really gonna tip. no you're well i'm not not done with it statement yeah this is the this is the prologue to the pro tip okay guys gotcha. you are gonna get fucking wrecked hey you know you've unlocked a lot of things but you have to finish the prologue before you, get <laughs> yeah, before you can get wrecked <laughs> prologue to pro tip yeah. you're gonna get fucking hey, you wrecked. know you've unlocked some- <laughs> shut uh, up um but it's okay to get yeah. There's, in that there's game. no real it, penalty. It doesn't, and it doesn't mean that you suck at the game. Um, it just means that things didn't go your way that time. Yeah. Um, I'm still surprised that I got those combat challenges before you, like, and it's all but one. Of it's them. been a couple things that have happened like that for me, like for me and Mad Max, where it's just like, oh, oh yeah, I totally like got that like. I wasn't even trying. I just did it. Mm-hmm. That haven't haven't popped for you, unfortunately. Yeah, so I, feel- I just I just wasted the easy chances at them. I think is what happened. Yeah, like, I cleared out the areas yeah. where I could have done it. And everyone who posts a YouTube video is like, "Oh, just go here and do it. Just don't loot everything, or they won't come back." And it's like, yeah. eh, "Well, I already looted everything, so fuck it." Anyway, speaking of loot, what loot? Speaking s- of loot, that's a trigger word. <laughs> oh, Harlow. Yes. We have played far, far, far too much Diablo 3. I don't even know what you mean. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean. You have all thousand achievement points in Diablo 3 I, now. What? I, I've done no such thing. I, what is this Diablo? All right. Yes. Fine. 
Yeah. Okay. Every time I've come over here for the last like two months, Fine. Diablo has been okay, on the screen when I walked maybe in the door. I'm mildly addicted to Diablo three. You again. also have bought it for like the ninth time. Okay. Maybe <laughs> I bought it on the third cons- <laughs> on the third platform. Okay. So you have it. You bought it on PC when it came out. Yep. Then you bought it on PS4 when well, it went on sale, right? Uh, well, I also bought the uh, the DLC, the add on on the yeah, PC. the Reaper Reversals. of Kings. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I was close. Yeah. Pretty good. Um. And then you bought it on. You bought the Ultimate Badass Edition on PS4. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you uh, just recently, like three months ago, bought the Ultimate Badass Edition on Xbox yeah. One. That is that is that is uh, accurate. Okay. Yep. That, that you is, really uh, fucking like Diablo. Uh, Have you good, gotten your seven hundred dollars worth out of it? Yet? With good reason. Yes. Because Diablo. <laughs> okay. That's that's all I needed to know. You are free to move about the country. Luckily, I skipped last gen. I didn't buy the three hundred and sixty and the PS3 yeah. copies. Uh, that's true. That's fair. You mm-hmm. didn't spend eleven hundred dollars on it then. But no, that we're 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 doing high level shit at this point. <laughs> you oh, do yeah. work. Son. We are doing some yeah. next level shit here, man. <laughs> we really are. We're like I'm for real. <laughs> we're we're kind of we're like yeah. yeah. Torment eight is kind of giving us a little bit of trouble, but not a lot to solo. I'm if running. We, if we I'm running up, Torment six by myself. Yeah, pretty much regularly now. I mean, that's when I want it to be easy. I can run higher if I want to actually, like, roll and dodge and avoid yeah. explosions and things like that. Yeah, it's... We, we're we running set dungeons, which suck. Uh, it, just anything new that they put in, we're like, all right, let's check that out. Doing yeah. the cow level. Or yeah. not the cow level. There is no cow level. You did uh, Whimsy Shire. Yeah, Whimsy Shire. Whimsy Shire yeah. was dope. I was here for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're cutting unicorns in half. I'm basically. I'm going to go on record and say uh, activating happy clouds. I'm going to say fuck set dungeons. Yeah, they're not good. I'm going to put that down on record. Tell the people at home what a set dungeon is. So the latest patch uh, made it where I guess the sets were already there. Sets of armor. There you go. You could. not always armor per se, but I mean, six, well, it's basically that, six items. Yeah. Six and items each sets. class it's, it's tied to a specific class. So right. if you're playing a monk, this set is only going to work on a monk. If right. you're a, a set barbarian, of several items that you have to gather yeah. all together. Correct. Yes. And you have to be equipped for bonus effects and they have mm-hmm. to be equipped at the same time. Yes. Yeah. And when you have them all equipped, you it, can go to a place in the game where it'll give you a page. That's a clue as to where your entrance is. Yeah. Or you can just go to the internet and find out where the entrance mm-hmm. is and go there straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you go there and suddenly if you're wearing the armor, a new pillar has appeared in that general vicinity and you can click on it and there's a portal and it takes you to this set specific dungeon where mm-hmm. it's not tied to any kind of difficulty level. It's just get in here and do these two objectives while whilst also killing everybody in this area, yep. generally speaking. Uh, so... I thought it was awesome. I thought I finally cleared a set dungeon because, uh, for example, one of them was use this skill that uh, if you attack fast enough, you can gain again. So basically, it was keep this skill active for 90 mm-hmm. seconds, which meant, you know, kill with enough frenzy that it's refreshing before yeah. it's over, you know, that you just keep activating it. So do that plus kill X number of people within the time frame. And it was like, check, check, done. And I was like, hooray, I'm done. And then at, like at the end, it was like, Okay, now kill the remaining people in the dungeon with the time remaining, which was like twenty five seconds. Yeah. Whoops! And I was like, "Are you, are you kidding me? That's, yeah, it's just it's just that little bit too much." Yeah, and you can't really bring someone else in with you because they'll steal the kills that you need in yep. order to yeah. to finish it the way they want you to finish it. They basically want you to solo these things, so it's kind of 
their version of a little puzzle thing. Yeah, but it's kind also of, but it's also a dick because the like the time limit is the dick thing. Diablo puzzle demons. Well, it's really like like the time limit is bullshit. Yeah, it is. Because it's so low. It's very low. It's a very large number of enemies. And where I was, there was about six elites that were all the same dude, but they all had Waller ability. Oh, so God, the worst. it was also Waller? Know, like they they build a little wall yeah, they basically around, lock around. you in a little space yeah. you can't leave. so you basically can't leave and go faster where you need to go anyway so i actually had a situation where i was fighting two of them and they walled me like they usually create a little u wall so there's like one way you can go out but they reverse u'd me and basically actually create created a little prison for me that i was just standing Aww. there watching the time tick down mm-hmm. that's sad and, and you like, can't tear down the walls no i can't break the walls <laughs> yeah so that uh, so yeah, set dungeons can, set dungeons can fuck off. But the other thing is like the the set bonuses are really nice, but you're actually tend to be better equipped when you mix and match and don't yep. use a full set. Yep. So that's the thing is like my max level character, like the character I would go regularly adventuring adventuring with, isn't wearing any full sets. They're wearing parts of them because like the first bonus and maybe the second bonus are better than the final one. Mm-hmm. And so, but you've got to go in yeah. these where the whole thing. At least it's better than it was in Diablo 2, where it was basically you have to have the entire thing equipped, and by the time you could actually collect all of them, they were so worthless. Mm-hmm. Like, like it was, it just it made you look cool, but that was about it. I still haven't looked up to see if there's a reason that I'm doing this. Like, is there some grand reward or no. just like EPing, like check check? You gotta, Probably. You got just a banner piece. More time spent yep. in the video game. Yeah. yeah, but we we perfected power leveling uh character <laughs> yep because we got moved. didn't look like it was that fucking difficult but <laughs> that's because we have <laughs> we've perfected it. we have perfected <laughs> that process you take a le- like level 900 character and you kill one thing in one dungeon and that second level zero character levels up like 60 in nine seconds kind of it's pretty much it yeah we we had it's not like you un- unlock some grand moon- secret or anything <laughs> we we had moon Pier join us uh in one of our sessions and the thing is, you can't really adventure mode is where you have to do this stuff, and you can't really bring someone in who hasn't beaten the game yet. So it's kind of like everyone has to beat that the game that first time. So we ended up running him through the game. But then once we did that, we're like, all right, let's get a level zero character in here. Here we've got this thing that's got the gem attached to it that doesn't have a level requirement. Well, it'll give you like fifty percent bonus XP. For every kill. It gives you 1,500 bonus experience, yeah. plus it's giving you like 50, 50% yeah. bonus experience And then once you overall. hit level 15, we give you a hat that's going to give you even more <laughs> experience. So, like, you Sweet, could get... a hat. You could get somebody up to level 15 in, like, two minutes. I don't know. Like, like you said, one kill. I mean, it was like... Or, yeah. It was like, your first group you came to is like, to do and next yeah. thing you Well, know, I remember, oh, like, there. eventually we broke the thing that pops up all, like, your skills and everything. That well, I was watching... Like, you leveled up. <laughs> I was watching when you guys were doing it. With one of your characters, Mackie, yeah. and it just went, and you're yeah. like level twenty, and it was probably less than a minute. You were yeah. level twenty, yeah, and, and then slowed what, down a little bit after that. Yeah, well, and then we put the hat on, and mm-hmm. then yeah, but the the best was when there was one point where he got Harlow got locked into an area with a bunch of enemies, and I was locked outside of it, just standing there going, "All right, whatever, not in danger here." And I was just, and I was actually just counting the levels up to him. I was going 42, 43, 44. 45, 46, 48. You must have killed something powerful there. (laughs) Yeah. Which normally, like if you were doing a single player game, that shit would like to go from 42 to 48 would probably take you an hour. Yeah. So yeah, we were doing it in seconds. Yeah. But 
yeah, it's almost like I want to stop playing it, but they've perfected the fact that you can play a 10 minute burst of this game and get something satisfying out of it. Or you can just keep playing for hours and they, they, it's one of the, it's, well, I never looked at Diablo as an arcade game until it got on consoles, but that's what it's like playing Gauntlet, except if Gauntlet kept giving you good shit at the end of it. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, like, Gauntlet like if Gauntlet was shit. a slot machine and the slot machine was guaranteed to give you something by the end of the time you were done pulling it. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. That's what Diablo is. I mean, it's it's that combination of an arcade game and fucking straight up gambling, yep. except it lights there's up no and risk. You in silver fucking dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Except there's no risk. Did you uh, did you tell the uh, listeners at home about your uh, Deo Diablo? Oh yeah. Oh yes. That was part of the Dia movie. De los Diablos Trace. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. We might have. We might have both called in sick <laughs> on the same day and <laughs> played Diablo day. for an entire work day. <laughs> Eight hours worth of Diabloing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, you should. Uh, I think that's part of a part of a healthy life. Is I think so. Fucking off of work and playing video games uh, all day, and I'm I, not kidding about that at all. No. I, sometimes you need that, especially when you're married. <laughs> <laughs> Ringing endorsement for marriage, or, no, your, I'm or, just, I'm or, just your, or your job kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you're well, you, just, like, yeah. you don't have to share the TV with anybody. Mm-hmm. You're just like, you know what? I'm just gonna play fucking Diablo the entire day. I might eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I well, I, I did. Yeah. It, I did Hot it right. Pockets. I, I woke up. We uh-huh. played for a few hours, and I went. I'm hungry, and I ordered a pizza. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> and then, like, did we, you did you text or did you tweet oh, pizza a pizza slice no, to Domino's? Well, I, I apped it. You know, I, I was like, <laughs> I could call the local good pizza place and like talk to a person and do all that, but I was like, no, no give me no, some you did, fucking. You were full gamer that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, well, I went Pizza because our pizza is better than our Domino's, yeah. so it depends on where you are. Yeah, they're both shitty, but but they, it depends on where you are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the day where we really had perfected the power leveling technique and. Got Moonpeer, mm-hmm. a bunch Moon of level Pier. seventy characters for no, yep, no then, time. Then another day was that the same day we ran them through the whole game, or was yes, that a different day? That okay. was the day we ran okay. through the whole game. Because I mean, it's still it'll take you three four hours to run somebody through, even if you're powerful. Not unless you're and, me, yeah. Unless you've, <laughs> unless I've seen it enough times where it's like I know, I know the the dungeons are procedurally generated, but I also kind of like have seen most of the procedures. Yeah. So I most dungeons I'm like it's probably over here. Mm-hmm. So I, I ran myself through uh, hardcore mode just to get the achievement for beating the game in hardcore mode by myself on normal mode about an hour and a half, two hours, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. God. Okay, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, that's insane. But yeah, but we like Diablo 3. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll power level a character for you if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I got it down the to the no size. quarters Diablo three power leveling uh, service. I just need to get that. Uh, I need to get the weapon back from Moonpier because I don't think he needs oh, no. it anymore. Yeah, he, he, he didn't really give it back. Or I'll just level up another gem of ease. Whatever. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so speaking of leveling up, uh, yeah. Uh, there's a reason that uh, the free S plus corner corner will be truncated uh, the end uh, towards the end of this episode, and that is because Battlefront uh, had a uh, Valentine's Day massacre uh, <laughs> double XP weekend. I love that everybody had double XP. Everybody weekends did. It's like all right, on Valentine's weekend, you fucking nerds. Yeah, we give you something to be happy about yeah. when you stay home and play video games. Which Nobody is, loves you, so yeah. You're Here's fucked. some bonus XP. Bonus. <laughs> Instead of getting sex pee, you can have XP. 
There it is. There it is. <laughs> I just. I think I just won the podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, All right. Well, thanks. Come back again next. Try Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be all right, Chuck? Chuck's never all right. Um, it's his heart. It's my heavy heart. <laughs> you big old thick-ass heart. Get that, that heart up. You got that, <laughs> got that Andre the Giant heart going on. Put your heart on the glass. So anyway, Star Wars Battlefront. So Battlefront. Yeah. Uh, double sex pee weekends. Um uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, that game, they rebalanced some stuff in that yeah. game, and um, it's it's getting better. Like it's it's been pretty good, but they like there's been a bunch of crap that's been wildly overpowered that they that they broke, um, and now is practically useless. And a bunch of other stuff that is uh, that was once weak and ineffectual that is now incredibly useful. Um, and, and that's sort of that that thing that. You know, multiplayer shooters mm. go back and forth with until they find their find their groove. Um, but they did make some announcements recently about some uh, some new content. They're bringing out some new heroes and some new maps and shit. Um, and that season pass stuff, right? Yeah, there's both. There's okay. both season pass and some some regular stuff. Free LC. Yeah, there's going to be a couple free LCs. Um, but. Uh, they still haven't officially announced Y Wings yet, so they can't have my fifty dollars for Man, a season what? pass. What's up with that? Not, Are they uh, not canon anymore? I I don't know. They can't not be canon. They were at the Battle of Yavin. They have <laughs> they to don't be canon. Have cannons? They have like bomb droppers. Oh no, yeah. not the they're slow bombers. No, they're, yeah, they're bombers. Y-Wing. They have ion cannons on top. Oh, it's been. Your hand gestures degree. are really going over well. <laughs> I'm explaining it to him. Oh, not all right. The, yeah, they have 360 degree ion cannons. Oh, on top. And okay. Then For blasters in the shields. Front. Mm. And then they also have ion torpedoes. Mm. Great. For and disabling shit. shields. Awesome. Yeah. Do they have ion drums? Do they work on the Xbox One? <laughs> no, they don't. No, 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 they don't. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Okay. <laughs> but um. I'm still enjoying playing Battlefront. Uh, it still is like uh, all that great stuff that I wanted to do, you know, when I first saw Star Warsy stuff as a kid. Uh, so it's really great, uh, and they're they're throwing some more stuff at it. And I played too much of it this past weekend because of double X double sex P. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that makes sense. Um, I've played. I've actually uh, done some some fun multiplayer stuff with. Uh, with more than just good friend of the uh, of the podcast Tobias, uh-huh. which is pretty good. Um, and that game that game really really works uh, really works well when you have at least more at least another person with you because you can it it gets out of hand on the bigger maps. Right. Cool. Anyhow, that's all I had to say about that. I kind of wanted to just touch base on that and go away forever. Well. Right. Speaking of getting out of hand, yeah, what in terms of get out of my hands and onto eBay, yeah, wow, that is a masterful segue. Thank you. Uh, here are some games that I decided aren't worth playing. <laughs> get oh, ready. The things that are officially not Chuck fine. Correct. Like Chuck terrible. Yes, not fine. 
Oh, I thought they? these were going to be good. Nope, these are I bad. Thought that, I thought that's what not Chuck. I, actually, I, I like, don't want to say they're bad. I like the name you've given it in our show notes, which is Chuck's ha 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 ha. Nope, not Chuck Fine. I'm out corner. Yeah, accurate for these titles that I'm about okay. to talk about. Do it. Uh, so during the photies, I had mentioned wanting to play more Dying Light. I played more Dying Light. I don't want to play any more Dying Light. <laughs> okay. I, I get that game. I understand what it wants to do. I just, I'm not having any fun playing it. Uh, I played, I don't know, five or six hours of it. I, I pretty much saw like, okay, I, I get what this game wants me to do. I kind of enjoy more of the running errands around this this little dilapidated dilapidated apartment building than I do running around outside. And it wants me to run around outside. So I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, and I got I to, want, the, I don't want to go out there. There's zombies. <laughs> I got to the night cycle stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it also sucks big time. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I I couldn't see myself finishing that game. So then, God, for I don't I don't even know how this happened, but I was like, man, I really want to go back to Watch Dogs. I don't think I gave that game a fair shot. I, I want to go back and really, really just dive into Watch Dogs mm-hmm. and see what that game's all about. No, that game is boring. That game is dull. Um, mm-hmm. It, it's it's remarkably dull. Like, how is this game dull? Um, and for me, I think what breaks it is the same thing that broke GTA 4 with me, is that you've got this protagonist who is saying all these things, like, I'm sorry for my past transgressions, I don't want to be, you know, this raging hacker asshole and destroy the world, I just yeah. want to do the right thing. And then you just go outside and yeah. murder everyone in traffic everywhere. Yeah, or you just steal a school teacher's life savings by uh-huh. hacking her phone. Yeah, you yeah. just dig into everyone's personal shit, and you, maybe you hack someone's ATM account and yep. steal their car and lead everyone on a police chase that ends up with, I don't know, 50 people dead or something like that. It just, mm-hmm. tonally, I just, I, I can't, I can't, it, it's not presenting a fun world to cause chaos in. Yeah, because the the main story of that game is so dour. It's so like it's it's weird because like your sister niece child. I'm still not clear who it is died. And then you feel bad for your sister wife, whoever these people are in your family. I don't know. But the whole thing is just morose and you're guilty because your dumb hacker shit ended up with people getting killed. But you're still doing dumb hacker shit like even dumber hacker shit. Mm -hmm. It's I don't know. That game is just such a letdown for all that hype for the longest time for that game. And then that game had that delay. And then when it came out, you were just like, yeah, if it had come out at launch, I feel like we'd think differently about it. Probably. But seeing what it looks like. Yeah, maybe not. I tell you what, though, it is pretty. Like there's something weird about the first like year's worth of games on this current gen where games were like, man, these games look great. And now I don't feel like games look like that anymore. It seemed like games were brighter when they like the the color tones that they used in them were brighter yeah. that first year to like show off everything. Yeah, like you know, Killzone. It's it's not a good game, but holy god, it was You're beautiful. Right. It's not, but it looked great. And I'm trying to think like there's nothing that's hit that. There's been some good looking games. Arkham but... Knight looked pretty damn good. Did it? Yeah. Okay. It just feels like, I don't know, it feels like that first like year, year and a half, there were some ga- maybe it's because the games weren't very good, they just spent all their money on graphics, but mm-hmm. it just seems like now the games have just gone down a little bit. And I don't know, maybe it's just getting used to the way games look, but yeah. 
going back to Watch Dogs, I was like noticeably like going, this game looks really good. Like I'm impressed at how good this looks. Well, it looked better in the demo. <laughs> yeah. A lot oh, sure. Absolutely. That was all that bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Battlefront looks really good. <laughs> okay. These are all, I should play all these good looking yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Then I guess. Witness looks really good too. Yeah, it does. You're right. The Witness does look good. And you beat it, I heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> since you asked, yes. Yeah. Um, and then I went back and I tried to play more of the original Just Cause, and uh, that game doesn't look good. That's that's a that's a bad looking game. That game's game. almost ten years old. Yeah, that's that's one of those games that's just going to suffer because games control better now, and and the controls make sense, and this game's controls don't make any sense at all, and you can't do half the stuff that you can do in Just Cause Three. So it's super frustrating that you mm-hmm. just can't tether to everything in the world. And I was just like, okay, I wanted to play enough of this to really see like the genesis of this thing that you know is. There's been three games in this. Yeah. The first one had to be something. And basically, I kinda, all it had is stunt position. I guess. I mean, that's I kinda, what it gave yeah. us is stunt position. I kind of get that, but it it just it feels like a mid two thousands PC game. It's just got that kind of janky, you know, just like the weird shiny people textures, yeah. and it yeah. it's just yeah. So, Meh. yeah, nah. I'm out. Just out. Get them out of my house. Cheap prices. Buy them on eBay. Actually, they all sold like super fast. So. Oh, good. <laughs> They're all already gone. So sorry. My, my watchdogs was all digital. Ah. So go me. I can't just hack it. Yeah. Hack that. Just get your cell phone out. and Yeah. <laughs> I'll get right on that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, by the way, <laughs> second instance of ludo narrative dissonance in our podcast no. today what watchdogs ludo narrative dissonance all right i didn't get to slip that in there done there you go. all right done. moving on appreciate moving that. on uh speaking of games where i bought all the dlc sight unseen <laughs> final chapter batman arkham knight dlc oh good uh they put out the crime fighter challenge pack number six which is the last piece of content and it's actually free for everyone and it, oh, you got ripped off. I know. <laughs> but uh, they've said it's the last thing they're putting out. And it is basically uh, Predator challenge rooms and a couple fight challenge rooms, or I think three fight challenge rooms from the previous games, from Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, locations that were there. Except they made the conditions really hard, and they're not fun anymore. Oh, mm. <laughs> Yeah. And they're not really, like, they're not locations I was... All like it's weird the ones they picked. Okay. Which apparently were fan voted, but I, I just I, they weren't they weren't the ones I would have picked, which is weird. You said from from Arkham Asylum. Yep. So like what are we talking like the electrical floors one or something? No, it's okay. not. I I can't remember. And like the Arkham City one is the the penguins area, like the whatever that was where that it was like that club. Yeah. It was that round room. The iceberg, wasn't it? Is that yeah. what it was called? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they would have picked that one. Well, I mean, if it's a fight em up room, where else would you go? I don't know. Uh, I liked that Joker one where they had the train that comes through every once in a while. Yeah, that was pretty good. That one was pretty sweet. You know, that personally, that's what I picked. But I didn't vote on the community forums. So because the community mm-hmm. forums probably would have banned me for the things I would have said about Arkham Knight at some point. So hmm. anyway, but yeah, it's free. So I guess if you have Arkham Knight and you want some free DLC that's not fun, go for it. Free LC. Yep. Free LC. Yeah. Speaking of free stuff. Yeah. Ooh. It's time for the 
free S plus corner and <laughs> PSN flash sale shortened edition. Yes. Uh, I should have called it the truncated edition because I uh, like that word better. Mm. Um, Whoops. The only the only thing from the uh, free S plus uh, collection that I got to play so far this month because uh, Battlefront uh, impaired me was uh, Helldivers. That game had a lot of stuff going for it. Number number one, it was free. Mm, that's a good. Number thing. two, it was made by Arrowhead, which mm-hmm. is the same company that brought us Magica. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, mm. which is a, a wonderful little game. Uh, this one's called like the Democracy Edition or something like that. Some ha, some has has some ridiculous America name. Uh, number four, it's a game about <laughs> shooting a bunch of things. But after I got through the tutorial and was going on the single player, like the very first. One player now. It's it's basically a massively multiplayer game. Like you can jump in and play with a bunch of people or not. You can play by yourself. Um, but it's sort of the entire community that's playing this game is all sort of tied together with the progress that is being made on this map to set things up. Uh, so I do the first thing that they the first mission that they really want you to do. Um, and I get down to the planet, I do my hell diving, and I try to shoot things, and I died probably four or five times, I'm retrying this, it's surprisingly difficult for what seems like a really stupid little game, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's kind of a, an arrowheady thing, at least from what I've played of Magicka and Magicka the Deuce, um, it's kind of an arrowheady thing, it's like, simple mechanic stuff game. Right. And... I'm just about to finish that very first mission, which has taken me, I guess, like six tries. And I'm feeling pretty good. Like, okay, I think I finally have the hang of this game and I'm probably ready to move on. And all of a sudden, click. It goes, you've lost connection. And it booted me back to the title menu. And so I am not playing Helldivers. Period. Good call. Yeah, that's... Um, yeah. I am not going to fuck around with games that do that kind of shit. So Don't play the crew. Yeah. yeah, I heard that, and I wanted to, I wanted to go. Oh my god, mm-hmm. fuck those things! Yep. But I wanted to save it till now. <laughs> oh my god, fuck that sort of thing. Like yeah. if I'm playing a single player experience, you have no business make, making sure that I'm maintaining a connection, maintaining a connection, mm-hmm. and be kicking me back to, you know, the title menu all the way back to the title menu if I lose connection. For some reason. And it was just a, a blip in the connection, just long enough for it to register. There's no connection here. Um, and that's just horseshit. Stop doing that sort of thing with your games. Don't do not do that. That's bad. Be better than that. Be smarter yeah. than that. Well, I will say on the plus side, uh, Diablo 3, yeah. when you're doing that, um, I will periodically get no network connection. Mm-hmm. and But it just pops up on screen and it's just like, hey, just FYI. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, games yeah. should do. Yeah, yep. it's just and I, and it's not like I lose connection to Xbox Live. I think their servers are just a little flaky. On, yeah, on yeah. And if side. you de- and if you're in a multiplayer game, it basically just says, "All right, migrating you to a new host, which is you," and it's done. Yeah, and it's like, here, yeah, you're still right where you were. Does it does it like merge you back in at any point, or are you just done? Uh, no, you're basically back where you would have been. Your friend just isn't there anymore. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't merge you back in at any point. Uh, no, you have to go back to the okay the menu to join your eh. friend. But still, still, that's not bad. Still, like, it it puts you right where you were. 
Right. And it doesn't care. You know, it's yeah. like, all right, yeah, you're not, you're not online anymore, whatever. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you if you wanted to play Helldivers, but I guess that's a no. Because I have this. I mean, I have, I actually have the disc version from before it went free. I'm, honestly, I don't, yeah. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> So, you know, I, I don't have the choice to not support the, like, to, like, withdraw my monetary support or something like that. Um, so, like, maybe at some point, but that kind of thing right now just pisses me off. Um, I don't, and if, I have a fairly stable network connection, but if their server has a blip, if Comcast has a blip, if, you know, my cable wiggles the wrong way, we're in the third phase of, venus and you know oh jupiter is aligned with mars yeah yeah yeah, something like that um (laughs) and i lose connection and i get booted back to the main menu after i'm you know 10 minutes into a mission i that's going to piss me off even more so Hmm. probably not right now i mean maybe at some point but i just i don't i don't want to give my time to a game that's going to disrespect my time like that that's that just feels really shitty. Um, yeah. Especially like I've, yeah. 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 Um, especially cause I've, I've had such, like I've had a bunch of super stable, nice gaming experiences lately that something like that just is annoying. Um, and that's all I've got for Helldivers. Fuck it for now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Helldivers get fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wrong podcast. Um, nah, it's all the same now. Shared universe. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> we are the BMF cast cinematic universe now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the part of this uh, corner that is the PSN flash sale, I picked up Sniper Elite 3, um, the ultimate mega everything edition mm-hmm. for like $12, which seems like a really yeah. good deal. Um, and I hate to be sour on a second game in a row, but... Mm. Um, I started up that game and it is it does not feel like Sniper Elite V2. It feels like the happy go lucky fun time Nintendo Wii U version to me. <laughs> like it's everything is super bright. Um and I guess I could dial the brightness back a lot, but everything is there's a lot of bright color. It's it's in the it's set in the in the North African desert area, so mm-hmm. it's so obviously it's a little bit different from dour bombed out, you know, Berlin in 1940 three um but it just doesn't feel like the same game that and and i know that you should you don't necessarily want you know the same experience sequel to sequel to sequel but it just doesn't feel it doesn't have the same feel as uh that i really liked in in sniper elite v2 that sort of well there's that color palette dark the the world war ii color palette thanks to saving private ryan right it's it's not like and it doesn't feel like a calm careful methodical game like Sniper Elite V2 did. It this feels like the arcade version of it. Like I know I said Nintendo Wii U version, but that's just cuz it's it's colorful. It's got like the desert reminds me of Mario Desert colors. Mm-hmm. Um so it just feels like it feels arcadey. And like I know I know I could rank ramp the difficulty up and make it harder to do the shots and everything, but um just the way things are progressing in that game feels really 
doesn't feel like what I was expecting. Does out it of. still have the X-ray cam? It does. Okay. It still has that, and I think that may that may be the one improvement because you get some great shots of like the skull turning towards the camera with the eyes like bulging out as a uh, bullet tumbles through its head, but it doesn't have the ping off of the helmet, oh. which is really disappointing. Can you still shoot grenades off dudes' belts? I don't know yet, but I assume so. I assume so. I shot a barrel next to a dude, and it blew everything up around him, which was pretty good. God, the x-ray but, shots, like that video Harlow made a few mm-hmm. years ago, is still one of my favorite <laughs> damn things. They're so good. but um, that, 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 For some reason, that x-ray goes a long way for me. It does. Like, and, and the first few times it happened, I was like, oh, no, this is, no, this is the game. This mm-hmm. is that game that I love. But it it kind of wore out quickly. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'll I'll spend a whole bunch of time with it, but I kind of want to I kind of want to give it a little bit more of a shot. At least you didn't spend too much on it. Yeah, $12 is is okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I figure it's I can get a couple get, foot long subs, you know. Yeah, I can big. probably get $12 worth of fun out of it yeah. just by blasting Nazis in the face with a grand. Mhm. Yeah. So, it is a grand time. It is. <laughs> it's a grand old time. Like sound of that. You know what else I like the sound of? That ding when emails come in? Emails. Yeah. Dang. We got some emails. Dang. Did you guys know that? I did. Yeah. I heard a rumor. It, it's on the you list. You heard a rumor? Yeah. yeah. This is news to me. All right. There were uh, some threats on Twitter oh, <laughs> of threats. emails. Threats. <laughs> <laughs> Email incoming. Uh, so the first one up we got is from Brandon, who uh, wants to discuss Tales from the Borderlands. Hmm. And he says, hey, fellas, Brandon here. Just listen to the discussion of Fodies. Mm-hmm. And Chuck isn't selling Tales from Borderlands enough. What? First off, the soundtrack is absolutely spot on, as he said. Yeah. And as the chapters progress, <laughs> the openings get better and better. Second, it takes place after Borderlands 2, just to clarify. Oh. Lastly, Telltale's story writing combined with the Borderlands world creates one hell of a fun interactive graphic story. P.S. Rogue Legacy is in my top five all-time great games. Huh. Sent for my rock band drum kit in Morse code. Catch a ride. Brandon. Get you rolling. It sounds like I sold Tales from Borderlands fine, except not knowing when the hell it took place. Well, yeah, because you never played Borderlands. I played I played about 20 hours of the first Borderlands. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, that's you're so far back, Chuck. I know. Yeah. My pile of shame is so high. Hey, if you want to play some Borderlands 2 and pre-sequel. Oh, Christ. I'm I'm on Xbox One. (laughs) I'm game. More loot. Yeah. Loot, loot. Someone's got to make me kick the Diablo, so... Give but me Diablo was, first. I'm going to get you hooked on heroin Diablo to quit was the, the thing Diablo. That helped you kick the Borderlands. <laughs> Look, man, just because I like heroin, no, just because I like heroin and methadone just as much, man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that doesn't make him a drug addict, <laughs> right? Yeah. You just go back and forth, man. Yeah. Quit any time. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I need to play that game. I need to find the time to play that game. Tells from Borderlands. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one up is from Pierre who says, uh, a recently rediscovered favorite. Mm-hmm. He said, recently I had a four-day weekend and managed to find slash play through the entire Command & Conquer franchise. Holy shit. Well, wow. the good ones in the franchise. Uh, no. Those games ate up a good chunk of my time in the 90s and early 2000s. To be and honest, into the 2010s as yeah, well. To be honest, they're probably still my favorite RTS games of all time and very easy to pick up and play for a few hours. Or in my case, 80 of the 120 hours of my time off. <sighs> Thoughts on those games? As always, keep up the great work. Sent from my phone while making my I'm totally responding to work related email face here. <laughs> yeah. 
Man, that's I'm, my I'm, favorite RTS is I'm, Command and Conquer. That was always my thing. I never got into StarCraft. I, I played Warcraft, but wasn't crazy about it. But yeah, Command and Conquer was the shit. Mm-hmm. Especially Red Alert, which Tesla coils, yes, and Hellmarch, yes. Those are the Hell only March. two. Fucking Hellmarch, dude. Yeah. Listen, listen to our first episode. Hellmarch is in that episode. Wow, it is the greatest video game song of all time. Yep, and there is no argument against it. It's impossible. <laughs> you just can't. Honestly, just <laughs> reading that email made me want to play through the Red Alert games again. Because they're my kind of crazy, like especially the later ones where it's like, yeah, there's bears with bombs attached to them, and they're the Russian faction, so go for it. Man, I don't know. Seeing that that Tim Curry clip make the rounds Space! a couple weeks ago just made me go, man, I gotta play these games because I played one. I don't even remember which one it was, but I played one of them, like three fourths of it, and mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. But then it was like one of those things where something came up and I didn't finish it. But yeah. I would really like to go back and play those, especially with my love of C-list, C-list celebrities and FMV. Oh, and yeah. The FMV, especially like the very first one. Yeah. Rick Flair. Yeah. And, oh, I'm curious which one is, he thinks are the good ones. Like, I mean, are we talking like numbers and red alerts and like skipping like Tiberium Wars and things like that? What, Probably, what you got like, against Tiberium Wars? I'm just. Yeah. Well, I, like, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I hope we play generals. Is, generals fucking rules. Yeah. I don't even want to hear anything bad about generals. That's one of the best ones. Yeah. I'm, all right. I, <laughs> but generals is like in the world. It's like in the real world. Like oh. if you so if you want the crazy red alert thing, yeah, you don't want to play generals. Red but. alert and red alert two definitely. Yeah, the original yeah. one. Mm, I guess I would be curious to see how the original holds up. It's probably just simple at this point. <laughs> like it's probably like yeah, super simple game where it's yeah. like wow, how do we? I even- just remember the covert ops had like dinosaur missions in it that were hidden. Like you could <laughs> unlock missions where your enemies were dinosaurs. And sense. it was basically like doing Jurassic Park and having to put down raptors, but using, you know, like the commandos, like, I got a present for you and all that stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, man, I, I, I know you couldn't go back now. I just want now. all the barks from all those games. I know you couldn't go back now, but man, StarCraft, I think, was my favorite of all the RTSs, like yeah. originally. Dude, the first time I played, I, I forget which, God, I can't remember which Warcraft it was now. First one was pretty terrible. Two is where it got good. I think it was either. I think it must have been two. Warcraft two, like the first time playing that, and just being amazed at all of the sounds mm-hmm. and all of the, all of the everything that you could do in I, that game. I mean, what StarCraft one is uh, almost going 20 on twenty years, years old. old. It's yeah. getting close to that. Yep, ninety seven, right I believe. Yeah, I'm, and I was like, still one of the greatest things ever. It's like battle cruiser operational. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Because it was like, well, fuck I, yes. I love that you could... Stop touching me! Yeah, I love that when you clicked on the guys, they had different responses. Every time. Oh, well, yeah. not every time. Well, not every they, time. But they, they rolled through like six. Yeah. yeah. But it was cool that you just hit them like, zug, zug. Zug, zug. Look down. Something you're doing? Zug, zug. Okay. Okie dokie. Yeah, but I mean, it's so such a dumb, simple thing. But at the time, at the time, that was just like, holy shit. I had okay, so I had jobs done mapped to the uh, AOL file download complete. Yep. So whenever it finished, instead of files done, it was jobs done. <laughs> what? Yeah. Something me doing? Yeah. Just dumb early internet and game things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and actually, Pierre is in the chat, and he says oh, the ones that he's clarified as the ones he thinks are the good ones are basically all of them except CNC three and CNC four. Oh, okay. Including the red alerts. 
All right. And generals in zero hours. Oh, fuck yeah. Zero hour. Yep. So just Command and Conquer Basically 3 skip and 4. CNC 3 and 4. Okay. 4 especially is regarded as like oh, right, right. terrible. Yeah. By just about everybody. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, Adderblack39 tweeted at us. Yo, what's <laughs> a up? tweet. Hot tweets. Yeah, hot tweet. Hot, hot tweets. Yeah. And he asked, have you started a game which you hated only to come back to it at a later date and then fall in love with it? Yes. Yeah. Same here. What game? Um, don't know. <laughs> what was it called? Transistor? Yeah. Oh, you like Transistor? Yeah, Transistor? yeah, I like Transistor a lot. Did not the, at all the first time I played it. Huh. Um, and also, um, uh, that was oh a my good God. game. Yeah. No, I just, I just totally blanked out of my head. Describe it. I don't know. Go ahead. Talk about Does it have characters? Do you use a controller? Yes. Okay. I know. Probably Dust. I think Dust I played at first and I was like, what is this twee shit? Mm-hmm. And then like <laughs> Dust and Elysian Tale. Yeah. I was like, what is this twee shit? Fuck it. And then like I came back and I was like, oh, this is really good. Oh, yeah. Dust is really good. I kind of like that for about like, four hours. And I was Transistor's like, nah. probably the biggest one, though, because like I ended up really liking that by the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, mine would be Dead Rising 3. I borrowed it from a friend uh, when I first got my 360 and played a few hours and got through like I kept getting up to the point where you meet kind of your first boss, which is like the Hispanic guy that shoots at you and then kills you in the food court. And you, wait, do you just mean regular Dead Rising? Yeah, the oh, first okay. one. We said, oh, you Dead said Rising three. Three. Did I say three? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Like, no, dude, no, no. The first Dead Rising. Okay. First Dead Rising. Sorry. Brain's not working. It's all right. But um, the the very first one on three sixty, mm-hmm. and I hated it. Like like and and also it didn't help that they were very unclear about what save and quit meant or like restart or whatever. Like they didn't say when you save and quit. Your, you know, you start over from the beginning, but you save your progress mm-hmm. with your character. And I was like, I didn't get it. And I kept, and I played through it two times and got killed by that guy. I was like, fuck this game. And then I don't know why, but like six months later, was like, you know what? I need to give that another shot because I just need a good zombie game. Because that was back, you know, when zombie games weren't everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was like, now nah, this is kind of what I was hoping it would be. And for some reason, when I came back to it, it clicked completely. And I ended up playing the living fuck out of that game. I, I've beaten it like... <laughs> oh, well, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I've beaten it like 12 or 13 times, I want to say. Wow. In different variations, you know, doing the one where you just literally just run over zombies with a car for hours until you get the 53,000 of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that game. I, I love the story, too. Like, the story was way better than I was expecting when I actually played through it. I think yeah. I came over to your house one time when you were doing the, like, survive for 13 real hours or something one or whatever it was. I only attempted that once and my and it locked up at some point. The 360 locked up and okay. I was like, "Okay, fuck this." I, I don't know. You were doing something and you were just like, I remember you like yelled at me to come through the door cuz it was like I can't not look at the TV yeah. right this second. Yeah. If something crazy like it was just like, "Hey, <laughs> like not looking at me at all. Like, mm-hmm. let me get somewhere safe." Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what you were attempting, but Yeah, the save system <laughs> like like everything that in that game was like not user-friendly. It is the only way to describe it. But once, clunky. but once you figured out what they wanted, the way they wanted you to play it, mm-hmm. because you could not force that game to play the way you wanted it to play. You had to play the way they wanted you to play. Yep. And once you accepted that, that game was fantastic. But yeah, first time I played it, I was like, fuck everything about this game. <laughs> but I came around. And anyone else? I've, I, ha- I've had games like that. Oh. I can't. 
can't remember what any of them at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I saw that tweet come in today, and I was trying to think about it earlier today, rather. And I was trying to think about it, and I just can't. I I know that's happened, but I just can't bring one to the to the front of my mind to. Uh, I mean, I've had plenty of games where it's just like not right now, and yeah. then go back to it later, and then just be like, "Yes, must you know digest this I game." I think Alan but... Wake was one like that for me, hmm. where I had the choice of playing that or playing Red Dead, and mm-hmm. I played like because they came out on the same fucking day. That was a good is, day, <laughs> yeah. But I, I played like the the beginning of Alan Wake and was like, I don't know if I'm just in for this, and then put on Red Dead and it was like, nope, I'm playing this until I fucking die. Yeah, and. Then eventually came back to Alan Wake like three or four months later and was like, actually, this this game's really good, too. Mm-hmm. It's just totally different than what I kind of thought it was going to be. I don't know about hate, but maybe being a little indifferent to it, I would say for you, the Halo series. I mean, yeah, because yeah, I mean, you've played a little bit of that over the last year yeah, or so. A little you bit, could yeah. say that. <laughs> I've come around on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's still, it's not what a lot of people make it out to be, like, as far as like, it's not the best franchise or anything but well like there's still always... i can appreciate what's going on in it a lot right. better now yeah i've always said it's just it's my first rpg so people have that love yeah. and it's like man this is a great thing and everyone else was like yeah we we've been playing them yeah. for a while it's <laughs> yep. pretty cool hmm. yep all right uh last one we got from uh mo his hey mo he's titled his email hey, mo. questions oh that's says, a good one. Hi, he says, hi, NOQ crew. Hi. I'm emailing to say I appreciate your podcast as I consider it my every man litmus test for what the average consumer views the actions of large multinationals and two-man <laughs> indie teams alike. What? <laughs> I also appreciate greatly how progressive you are, especially considering how Southern you are. We're not that Southern. We, we're we in South Georgia. <laughs> but Come we're on. very yeah. progressive. <laughs> I, we're I, located for in Miami. For, for our, especially for our area, we're incredibly oh, progressive. Yeah. Oh. What? Except for the fact that we're just like four average ass white dudes. We are pretty average ass. Yeah. And white. None of us have above average ass. No, no. Anyway. <laughs> despite how southern we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also like how long the podcasts are. Limiting yourself just hurts everyone. Yeah. I'm also we emailing agree. with some questions. Okay. How do you feel about the division? Did anyone get in the beta? Did anyone pre order? I'm incredibly interested by it, as earlier they mentioned being able to go rogue or go establishment. What I heard was either you be a snitch or a cop killer. Mm. I'm not yet exhausted by the idea of a third-person cover shooter with number popping out of my enemies, loot orientation, and getting EXP for killing mans. <laughs> so uh, I had the Division beta. Yeah, I gave you my beta key, and I then you forgot about totally it. totally forgot to play the Division beta. <laughs> yeah. You I, see, you should have given me the, the beta key. Uh, it was with for your Xbox, Xbox One. One. I know. You should have given it to me anyway. He nah. didn't use it. I did not used it yeah. just as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I meant to use it because I've I've been interested in this game. It's a loot shooter. It's a loot shooter. A looter. It's an open world loot shooter. I have heard more than one group of people describe it as Destiny esque, and that greatly worries me. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, like we all came out of that Destiny beta. We're like, yeah, if there's a lot more in this real game, it's going to be great. And then there wasn't. It was just the same shit in the beta, just extended out a little further. Mm, I'm so glad I red boxed that game. Um, so I, I really, I, I like the idea of the division. I have ever since they first started showing it. Yeah. But I'm gonna have to hear some real. Yeah, it sounded feedback like on a it. lot of people's minds got changed after that beta. Okay, like like for the better. Okay. okay. Well, here's here's the thing. Like I, 
I constantly find myself wanting to go back to Destiny only because I want the experience I think you might can have with that. Mm-hmm. But I think Destiny like feels like if you don't bring a team, you're going to get a bunch of yahoos and you're not going to do well. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I feel like we would all four have to decide to play Destiny yeah. and play it together for it to work. I know I, I've given up. Well, I know that's not going to happen. And yeah, I mean, and it's and they, pretty much like doing MMO raids, right? Either yeah. you have a good team or you don't, right. and you don't even bother if you don't. Sure, but I have hopes that like maybe the division is that thing because I, 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 we jokingly said like, oh, where are you getting the division? Like we were actually going to all play together when that never happens, but right, you know, I, I'm I'm looking into getting it where I know some people are going to play. So. We talked about that like before the new consoles were out. Sure. I mean, that's how long they've been kind of like, oh, yeah. hey, this game is coming. Because uh, it was like that first E3 that they were showing off all the new shit. And we were like, yeah, let's get because we were even talking about the crew. It was like, yeah, let's all get the crew and we could be a crew and do well, shit. Because it, it was right when like, I, I don't remember if it was Fast Five or the one after. Six, oh, yeah. But we were like, fuck, yeah, we want to do that. Like, yeah. let's pull heist with cars. Yeah. And that's what it, they made it sound like it was going to be. Yeah. It's not that. No, it's not. No, that. it's not. <laughs> it is I, not that. I may be with you on the division. I just need like a week of coverage of the actual game to know what that is before I can commit. Okay. So I'll I'll keep you posted. All right. Yep. In, uh, okay, go ahead. You know, I, I knew I purposely wasn't paying attention to anything division because I didn't sound like at the at, at first brush it didn't sound like anything that i was that i was interested in but now maybe <laughs> maybe i'll actually pay a little bit of attention mm-hmm. i didn't Turn to a cat yeah <laughs> meow, meow maybe meow, meow. daniel tiger now um meow, meow, meow. Uh-huh. um yep. but maybe i'm a little bit more sold on the idea of this game but i'm i'm at least i'm in at least chuck area with waiting a week yeah. Or more. Yeah. I had to talk myself out. I mean, like, I I want this experience. And I just, I feel like we haven't hit it yet. Like, I want this console, like, you know, MMO light experience. Like, like, there's a multitude of things you can do, but you don't have to be like, oh, man, Tuesday's raid night and we got to go because that's a thing we do. You know, I never want that. Right. But I, right. Want, I want the depth of an MMO without the commitment is really what I'm mm-hmm. looking for in something where it's like, yeah. I don't want it to be like, oh, well, you only play like three hours a week. Well, you can't hang. You know, yeah. I, never, I never want a game like that. But yeah. I, I, know, I, had, I had to talk myself out of buying like Taken King because of all the things they supposedly proved about, improved about Destiny. Yeah, and I was I was just going to mention that briefly, that it sounds like they've done a lot of improvement to uh, to Destiny over the last, like, I don't know, what's it been? It's been a year now, mm-hmm. at More least now. a year, because um, they just had the, they had the year one stuff like or they started year two not too long ago, but yeah. Um, from what I understand, they've done a lot of good stuff with Destiny, but it it still doesn't sound like the kind well, of no, thing. Well, no, especially that I now that they're already to. talking about Destiny two. It's like yeah. why why would I commit my time? Well, they slated Destiny two for like twenty nineteen or something yeah, like that. I think it's they, pretty they've far said out. There's one more pack coming at least. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. it's a it's expansion. a ways out. It's they, not like yeah. it's not like get ready next fall. It's Destiny mm-hmm. two. Sure. Man, which is how they're going to market it. Yeah. Anyway, his email does continue. Oh, oh there's he says, well, my second question is, what is the best not Call of Duty? I want multiplayer first person shooter where I get XP for shooting mans, but the community and DLC orientation is so poisonous that I'm looking for a fix from someone else. Suggestions? Battlefield 4. Yeah, Battlefield, Battlefront. Battlefield 4 or Battlefront, depending on your, your taste. Uh, I would say... I think Battlefield 4 is going to give you more for your buck. Right yeah, now. you can yes. get all the stuff cheap. 
Cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah, I would say that. And then, um, I mean, the nice thing about Battlefront is that it's like, it's almost like you're playing, you're playing with other people, but you never hear them. Like, oh, yeah, that. Like ever, ever, and you you have zero interaction right. with them basically, which is I mean, so if you're looking, <laughs> really nice. Yeah, if you're if you're looking to get away from the, the poisonous people that play first person shooters, I'm just saying that might be a better choice. Not that Battlefront is like loaded. I think you are automatically in party chat with the people in your squad, right? In Battlefield Four, yeah, Battlefield. 4. Yeah, um, yeah, but you can kind of just turn that off if I remember correctly. Um, I've heard really good things about like. People talking about Battlefield, like, they've done a lot of really good stuff with that game since mm-hmm. I started completely ignoring it. They're still updating it. Yeah. yeah. There's friends, still content packs for that thing yeah. all the time. I have friends who play on Xbox One every Monday night. Mm-hmm. I played with them one night. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was really dumb. Yeah. They say some dumb stuff, and it's fun. Well, not even that. It's just it, it the the multiplayer in that game is so conducive to dumb fun mm-hmm. because it is just like oh my god the helicopter's available i'm gonna right. get it <laughs> i'm in a helicopter y'all i don't know what the objective is i'm crashing this thing yeah. <laughs> but i mean if you're looking for more of a one-to-one like call of duty because call of duty is not like those at all i mean it's singularly dude shooting yeah you know it's not there's no vehicles or anything yeah. like that i don't know i mean mute it because <laughs> you're not going to find anything with mm-hmm. you know that's that's more well well refined than Call of Duty at this point. Yeah. I kind of so, wonder if anybody's still playing Titanfall. Yeah, definitely people are still playing it, that's for sure. Because Titanfall was a lot of fun. It kind of is. I mean, and if you take out, you could play the non-mech version if you want the just straight dude shooting, but yeah. it's kind of the weakest part of the game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was going to say, like... You can also play, like, non-vehicular maps of, of Battlefield. Sure. Um, yeah. I still feel like it's it's not... It doesn't really translate to the Call of Duty. Like I said, no, no. If it's, you're it's, looking for like what's Call yeah. of Duty esque, it's still not those. Yeah, like Call of Duty has a, a particular style to it these days. Sure. I mean, it always has, I guess, but it's developed like it's its particular style that is. Yeah, like it feels like everything is faster and a little bit more fluid in Call of Duty, like a little bit more throwback to movement in older first person games. Yeah. Well, whatever the one to the three of us played, Ghosts. Was it Ghost multi- yeah, multiplayer it was Ghost that we were playing? That multiplayer. that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we had fun doing that. Yeah, I like. I still think Ghost is some of the best multiplayer that's been this generation. Yeah, I know people like. Yeah, because wasn't it after that was was Advanced Warfare the next one? Yeah, where yeah. Is, which is like, where they've kind of gone with the whole jetpacks, like, yeah. jetpacks, jet and, and craziness, robot legs, ro- wall running, and yeah, Ghosts had the the hot dog stand. Yeah, Ghost is like <laughs> real world combat. You know, yeah. that's what I've always. That's what I like more than you know sci-fi stuff mm-hmm. or that i don't like the pseudo sci-fi thing where it's like man i've got robot legs but look i still have a gun like <laughs> a gun just like i would buy now with well the, that looks a little bit different you know they, the the one now has mind bullets and and digital bees and yeah, <laughs> oh, <what? whatever. laughs> yeah. digital bees. digital bees yeah you send out bees digital bees yeah yeah it's dumb it's, are they it's, like the uav it's not as exciting no, as you want it to be uabs uabs please <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, just learn to like join a party of one and play yeah. Call of Duty. Yep. yep. That's probably the best bet. <laughs> Maybe try I, zombies. I, I do that all the time. I, I mean, I, I would start a party or a group or whatever thing you're on and just go play the game so that mm-hmm. you don't hear yep. anybody. Yep. yep. So he wraps up. Okay. Finally, last summer, I went to Japan and forgot Japan. to email you this. What game should I have brought back? Best regards, bring back BJ. Uh, I'm back. Him. Look, I'm back. We brought him back. Just for you. Back well, from Japan. Thank you for writing, bring back BJ. <laughs> bring back BJ. Yeah. Uh, Japan. Man, I don't even know anymore. 
like I used to be really on on top of that import stuff. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm sure so, it, this is not my thing. Ask I mean, the I'm nerds sure. on Twitter whichever Persona game they want exactly. back from. It's not out. They're yet. all pretty Five much still I don't isn't know, out, man. Yet. It's, it's it's out in Japan. It's out in it's a big in Japan. Months. Yeah, here, but there's not really that. I mean, hell, even I, the mother games are coming out now. Yeah, I hate to say it. Like, if anything even gets like remarkably good or even like moderately good buzz is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it comes here. Yeah, yeah they'll put it out on Vita. Yeah, they put it out here somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Now. Yeah. So like, it's not. It's Persona, no longer QX4, like QX4 Battle Tennis Edition. It's no longer like you hear about something crazy like Parappa the Rapper or Mr. Mosquito, and you're like, oh man, how do you get that? And then eventually it comes here. Man, like five your years later, right. works for Nintendo gets you that. Yeah. Game. What you should have gotten is a copy of Seaman Two. Yes, yes, because yeah. I still want to play Seaman Two. Yeah, what was that? What system was that even on? I want to was say it was it a PS Two. Oh, it's like they had a some sort of mic attachment for that. Yeah. Or something? Okay. Oh yeah, that. Please give me a copy of that too. Yep, that would be my pick. Seaman Two. I'm still amazed that game never made it to phones. Yeah, yeah. you know, That'd be a good one. I mean, it's it's that's, a microphone. That's your destiny to bring it. To I, I, it's probably some dumb rights issue, but that just seems like you know that's money on a table. Mm-hmm. That's Sega. They don't know what they're doing still. Exactly. Isn't there like a Shinmu game that never came here? You could get that there too, maybe. Uh, no, no. I thought two never came out. No, here. it did. No, it came it, out on Xbox. Oh, what my oh, was there a Dreamcast version? No, Dreamcast oh. was dead by then. Oh, I think long live Dreamcast. But Shenmue, def- the second one definitely came out on Xbox because mm. I had it. Oh, okay, I don't know. And yeah. I opened some drawers. Yeah, <laughs> good. Drove a forklift. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> saying, job. like all the big ones like, come Galaga. here now. Like, yeah, <laughs> all, all the Yakuza games come here now. You know, all the Persona yeah. games come here. Yeah, bring one know. of those sit down bullet hell yeah. cabinets, or like even yeah. the, even the crazy ones are starting to go, like what is it? Had had to full boyfriend? Had to full boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. dating I, sim. Yeah, man, I got that thing on my PS4. I need to play that. <laughs> did you buy that? I did. Wow, it was dumb cheap over the holidays. Cheap, 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 cheap. cheap. <laughs> so cheap. no, it's a, they actually go. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I learned that from Ace Ventura. God damn it. Do we have any other emails or tweets? <laughs> no. Was, was there a part four to that? No, no. Oh, okay, he he signed no. off. Bring it back was, BJ. He signed off. Bring back BJ. Bring back BJ. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's your gift for February. Bring back Happy BJ Valentine's Day. Pop up power bomb. <laughs> but we should give is some contact information. Mm-hmm. First up, if you want to check out our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. Right. If you want to email us, where my skull at noquarters.net as in the location of my skull not mm-hmm. something that you would no don't put our skulls as on, an please. article of clothing no you should probably say where is my skull yeah where where, where? or if you like brevity talk at noquarters.net it'll still work mm-hmm. you can write and a long otherwise, email to talk at noquarters.net yeah, otherwise check out noquarters.net mm-hmm. everything's on the side there um pretty much any social stuff we're going to be slash noquarters.net it's easy do it yeah yeah Japan. Yes, all of that. So we'll be back next month. Hopefully, we'll be back in a try than, Fortnite. Yeah, try we're gonna, Fortnite. We're going to try for us. We're going to try for a buy Fortnite, but we can't guarantee anything except a try Fortnite. <laughs> yes. Do the math. Follow yep. the money. Follow the money. Do I need to register no where my skull is to people now? Probably. Like, as in to wear it. Oh, I thought you had all of them mapped. I, I guess uh, I might need to. We'll figure yeah, it out. Nah. I thought you had that done like we don't years get, ago. We don't get that many emails. If we did this weekly, we'd get more emails. Sure. But no, you know, Nobody some of these us. people send them a month ago, and it's like, all right, yeah. now's the time to read your email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, I sent that. 
Yeah, you totally did. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I wrote you a scroll about the, the yeah, PlayStation yeah. 1, and by the time you did another I, podcast, I said we were up to the PlayStation 4. Pigeon. <laughs> we have this stone tablet back from Moses who wanted to ask us a question <laughs> about River Simulator. These, these 15 <laughs> questions, 10 questions. <laughs> yeah. But I hope to have beaten the witness by next episode. Me Maybe too. you'll be as smart as me one day. Maybe. Well, that's the goal. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? You can. Oh, I don't want to. Okay. I think that's enough. All right. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. This is No Quarters Out. <laughs>